Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, here we all are. The end of 2019. No, Claire, the start of 2020-19. Oh, yes, the start of 2020-19. The year where everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> Everything, particularly in Australia, is totally fine. Nobody's currently going to war again. No, nothing is happening. Nothing's, nothing's on happening, fire. Yeah. Everything is fine. And we are trapped in a perpetual Groundhog Day movie. How are we going to get out of it? Oh, you're doing a premise. I am. Of the like Mason does for the the Yeah, weather. yeah, I'm trying to get so this, you're, I'm trying to get so this podcast Ma- more popular, James. Mason like paints a picture <laughs> and he's like, James, wake up, you've been in a coma or whatever. And uh, he kind of slowly okay. like reveals the premise. You're like, We're in Groundhog Day or whatever. <laughs> I'm not Mason, all right? Jeez. <laughs> you're sure not. <laughs> if you wanted to wake up next to Mason every day. Like we bloody are in bloody Groundhog Day. Then okay, fine. You so um, we're in Groundhog Day, and to break the curse, we're playing the best clips from this show that we do. Correct. There's the exactly. premise. Great. Ro- roll the clips, Collins. <laughs> okay, you old boot. Hey. <laughs> got it first. Got him. Got him. been calling me an old boot. I have. This is our podcast. Suggestible. Hello. I suggest that face app that makes you look old. So you look at it and you go, oh, God. Don't. It's like looking into your future. It it's is awful. terrifying. Because you know what I think it is? What? It's like we're all going to die. It's like a reminder of, of that. Correct. It's like this is you one day. Like this is all a facade, yeah, what you look I like now. I don't think that human beings should be able to look into their future old selves. I think it's really bad for us. I think it's doing something to your psyche. Mm. Anyway, I'm Claire Tonti and you're James Clement. And this is Suggestible Pod. And we do what on this show, James? We suggest things, a couple of things each. Could be a book, could be a movie, could be an app. Staring you in your own, into your own inevitable mortality. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're just a pair of old boots, both of us. We're both old boots, aren't <laughs> it's we, Claire? so fun to say. You're an old boot. You're an old boot. I love it. I think it's because we did that podcast, Book Cheat, uh, this week, and they were talking about fishing and pulling up old boots. Oh, yeah, boots. we did do Book Cheat. People should check we that did. out. We did. The Dave Old Man in the is, Sea. Yeah, that's right. That's a good recommendation. Way. Suggestible, whatever this is called. It is. We'll link that below. Correct. Yeah. Well, you got in sneakily fast with your recommendation of the face app. But still. That wasn't a real recommendation. <laughs> All right, gentlemen's first. Okay, Go I on, got a real shoot. One. Okay. You old boot. <laughs> I find. I find. Got him. Okay, as always, gentlemen's first, except for that one time when I railed on about feminism, which I still believe in, by the way. Gentlemen's first on this podcast, James. What is your first suggestible? Uh, my first suggestible, Claire. Well, I've got so many. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, is Mind Hunter Season 2. Uh, this isn't oh, it's necessarily a spooky. It's a little bit spooky, but the thing is, it is a show about hunting serial killers and understanding serial killers. But it's more the the terrifying nature of it is not the gory kills. It's like the sitting down and talking with them, and just the eerie calmness, and just them talking about the acts of these people who really existed in real life are uh, committed. Like the way it kind of methodically goes through it and the way people can kind of calmly kind of talk about them. And then I grabbed them and I did this and then, uh, you know what I mean? Okay, and they just what, kinda, how they, is that not spooky? That's what I'm saying. It, it is. What did I say? <laughs> it is spooky. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, and, Hang and on. So are they are they usually men? So they're not women? Usually men. There, there are women? female serial killers that exist, but it's mostly men. Yeah. Whoa. Do you mm. reckon that's because there are lots of female serial killers, but they're too clever and they never get caught? That's entirely possible, but no, Claire. Don't women have something are, to tell you. As a, as, as I, a, I, I have been murdering people for hundreds of years. <laughs> not I, hundreds of years, I know, maybe 10 Claire. Years. I don't care. Right? It doesn't bother me. It's just a hobby. We're it's married, fine. so I'm not allowed to tell anybody. You know how it is. <laughs> Except for all the people that listen to yeah, this podcast. That's true. Oh, no. Oh, my plan's been foiled <laughs> all this time. Like, I can't believe we didn't edit this bit out. I know. What were we thinking, Collings? Get to it. <laughs> Too sweet. Okay, here is the thing. It kept mm. you up a bit at night, right? It did because you were away for the weekend. and You were all alone in our house. With my dog. You bought a baseball bat. bought a baseball bat, Claire. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I thought you were joking and then nah, I was watching man. telly last night. Glow, by the way, okay. recommended last week. Excellent. And you literally had a baseball bat. Yeah. I bought a baseball bat. Is that going to stop a serial killer? No, no, probably not, but it, would, it makes me feel better. Do you know something I also, else I, that's I should funny. point out as well, I bought a baseball bat and a bike pump because I didn't want to be the guy who goes up and goes, <laughs> one baseball bat, please. I don't want any gloves. I don't want a ball. I just want this bat. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I just had this realisation as well that that is literally the only sporting equipment that you own that you bought for yourself. I've got a basketball. Where? Where's oh, yeah. that That's basketball? a really good question. No, you we don't, don't have, have a ring. basketball. I like basketball. I've played a lot of yeah, basketball. All I'm, not, I'm saying I'm is, very good. to my original point, you the only sporting equipment I've ever seen you buy personally for yourself other than for our son is a baseball bat and it is nothing to do with sports. It's to cave it someone's to head cave in. It's to cave someone's head in that maybe a serial killer that one day knocks on our door. It, it wasn't. It was, look, mate, you are an ocean of complexities. Mate, I, I don't think I'm that complex. I think <laughs> I'm a very simple man with very base instincts. Okay, yeah. so you have your baseball bat, and but it did keep you but up because I, yeah, I was away. But I do have this, like, I do have this paranoia that because I've a slightly raised public profile, like mm. I don't want anyone to know where we live. I don't want anyone to know anything about me. Personally or, or, or privately, you didn't want anyone uh, to know than... your name, and no. I outed you, and now I feel bad. I've, <laughs> so, I've I've put you to the point where you have now bought a baseball bat. And if it was just me, I probably wouldn't care as much because it's you know like if it was just me and someone murders me, I'm like, well, it's just me, <laughs> you know. But with a family, <laughs> you might not feel like that. At the I know time. it's ridiculous, which actually, isn't, and that's not me saying to people, <laughs> look, listen, if it's just you. Don't even bother. I honestly, I know, people I know you. that was a joke, but I really genuinely could see if a murderer came to my house that you would be like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, well, Look, it's just, okay. Just get it over it's with It's just mate. me, all right. It's, it's fine. just right. Uh, can we just make it quicker? Right? I mean, the world's burning up anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll die young yeah. with and relatively fresh-faced. Can I do mine now? I'm sorry, yes. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to throw up the format a little bit. We're going to move into something nice and fun. Oh, speaking of fun, before we get on to our other recommendation, I have another recommendation for an Instagram account. I'll just swing back and forth. Okay, who's this one's who's, at Celeste Barber? Who's bloody cooking potatoes? Or no one's cooking potatoes. Celeste Barber's bloody hilarious. <laughs> if you don't know her, she's got like a, like billions or millions of followers on Instagram. Billions anyway, and millions. No, yeah, all of the things. Oh my she is an Australian comedian who is now followed by the likes of you know. Gwyneth oh, I know Paltrow. Celeste Barber. She, yeah, because she's in that show that you. Love. The letdown. Yeah. yeah, but she just does really hilarious parodies of, you know, model, model, model and celebrity photos, which I know on the surface doesn't sound particularly exciting, but they are so hilarious. And mm. the way she uses her physicality and her body is just so brilliant. And they're just so cheerful. And it also reminds me that it's okay for women to not look perfect. Yeah. And so, yeah, and she's just got a very unique style of comedy, which we've talked about before, right? 
often if you're un- unique or a bit different, you really have to forge your own way yeah, and totally. make your own yeah. work. Yeah. Which is like what you have done. Yes, there. Claire. I'm just like Celeste Barber in many ways. Minus, you look so tired. You've tell- been no, I'm looking through her Instagram. The gym. Yeah. I nearly died at the gym. I fucking, I nearly died. You Claire. nearly died. You did the rolling. You I don't recommend rolling. doing the rolling. I do not. Especially don't do it last. Yeah. I should nearly die. I haven't been for a couple of days. I feel gross. That's because you have the flu, maybe. I don't have, do the have the flu. Well, I don't know. I don't. I got a swab and it said that I did, but I don't feel it as bad. But I just feel tired. Who are going to believe? Medical science or your own feelings, Claire? <laughs> Instead of going to the gym, I had a lamington. <laughs> Where'd you get cool. a lamington from? At the movies. Oh, uh, man. I, I, thought you had a, four. I thought you had a secret lamington stash that I wasn't aware of. No, you always think I have secret stashes. Because you do. Food. You're I hiding don't. food. I don't know what you're up to. I'm not hiding food. I just eat Kit Kats <laughs> in my car sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's become a confession time. That sounds insane. Okay, and I've just confessed to my Kit Kat eating in the car thing, which sounds weird. There's so. nothing wrong with that. You know how many times I sneak out for a bloody Coke Zero or Coke Yeah. What has happened to you? You never used to be onto those. Because I'm dying, Claire, yeah. and I need energy to keep yeah. me going. Yeah, you're dying inside because you're drinking <sighs> cancerous liquid out of a can. It really is. It's so bad Unless we get sponsored by them. No. No. <laughs> Even if we get sponsored by them. It absolutely is the worst thing you can drink. <laughs> it's like drinking poison. It is. It's yeah. so bad for you. Actually, mm. I did see an empty can in the car the other day. Yeah. When our son was in hospital and I <laughs> needed energy to not cry all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. More than you usually do in yeah, life. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of, yeah. let's talk about the state of the see, union. No- normally the podcast with Mason is I'm breaking down and he's like, everything's fine. But for, for this, it's, we're both like... Oh, oh, we're both breaking oh. down. <laughs> yeah, I'm know. secretly eating Kit Kats. <laughs> My husband's drinking poison. <laughs> We've all got the flu. But everything's fine. I know I may or may not. I know I have the flu. You know I have, know I have the flu because the doctor shoved this like weird cotton ball on a piece of wire up my nose all the way back into my sinuses. And I nearly punched him in the face when he did it. Claire, that, that wasn't a doctor. That was a man at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why uh, you let him do that. But he said it was a free consultation. Because well, really I look point. like a nice person. Yeah, and he licked the, the end of it and he went, yeah, that's the flu. I paid him in Kit Kats. What? <laughs> yeah, how weird is that though? Like, It's such a weird feeling. You never see anything that far up your nose. Well, speak for yourself, Claire. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Drinking right? your Coke Zero up your nose. I have like maybe two a week. <laughs> let's not let's not talk about this like it's get that out of hand. Mate, it was looking daily the other day. <laughs> the other day we went to the pub and you were like, I'm not drinking, I'm gonna be really healthy. And then you ordered two pints, not pots, pints of Coke Zero. Diet Coke, then. Or have Diet Coke, Coke yeah. even worse. Yeah, with like very little ice. Yeah. So it was just but that's, poise. I think a beer that's was better, better than, for no, you. No, it's not not calories wise, Claire. We're talking low oh, calories. Well, yeah, but just because you're skinny, you'll still be dead. <laughs> I'd rather be skinny and dead <laughs> than drunk. And and slightly heavier than I already and am. Happy, and like happy, like relaxed yeah. and happy, slightly portly. You'd rather be skinny and dead in, yeah. your, in your dead world with your AIs. As I get older, every time I look at a beer, all I think is now, you know how much I have to run to get to work up one beer? It's crazy. <laughs> it's, a cra- it's like eating a loaf of bread. It's like eating four donuts. Yeah. I'd rather eat four donuts, quite <laughs> frankly. I don't really like beer that much. I don't even really like donuts. But a cold, cold one. A cold beer on, on a hot, a hot day, day is great. after you worked yeah. hard. 
But I'd rather look. You know me. I like if I'm on a drink, I'm doing I'm doing cocktails, man. I'm getting the fruitiest cocktail in the world because I want to drink something I like. Beer is a conspiracy. I've talked about (laughs) this. You think everything is a conspiracy? No, I think beer is a conspiracy. I think no, everybody's everybody's just kind of gotten like got it in their head that it's the kind of thing that you have to drink. You don't have to drink it. You (laughs) could drink anything else. You could drink water. But you don't think that people like it? I think a lot of people don't like it and just drink it. Yes, a lot of people do. I think it's the opposite. Or become reliant on it, like, or it's not even. It's just like a thing that it's like a habit you fall into. Crack one because it's not that good. Like it's really not. No, but this is wine is better than beer. No. Scotch is better than beer. <laughs> bourbon, some bourbon is better than beer. This is ridiculous. Vodka is better than beer. No, not everything is a conspiracy. Guinness is better than beer. I agree that some people will like beer and some people won't, but it's not a freaking conspiracy. I'd have a Guinness every day. That's like drinking cold soup. Have you ever had a, like a proper Guinness? It's incredible. Yes, I have no, had a proper haven't. Guinness. D- then you haven't. From a can with a marble in it. Then that is... <laughs> Again, you got it from the man at the bus stop. You know, this is not newsflash. Guinness is beer. It's a stout. It's like a. It's like a. Which is a beer. But it's like red wine, white wine. Is this on? Can you hear me? Hello. It's a beer. I can hear you without the microphone. (laughs) I can hear you because I'm sitting across from you. Losing my mind. Anyway, let's get off this topic. That beer is. Have we run out of time now? Speaking of marital, uh, dear lord, marital arguments. Trying to think of other things that you thought were conspiracy. We can come back to things that I think is conspiracy. You think that the whole concept of work is a conspiracy? It's a trap, and the five day week is a lie that people have been fed at school. Here he goes. It's an absolute fucking scam. That, okay. that, that is ruining people. Except for the people that need to go to an office to earn a Yes, living. but what – yeah, I, I, I know. I understand it's a necessity. He's ranting, guys. But why His is it – eyes are getting intense. Why is it 5-2? Why is it not at least 3-4 or 4-3? Four, it should what? be the other why way. Why are you just saying numbers now? What do you mean I'm saying – I'm not saying random four, two, numbers. 4-2, I'm talking about <laughs> – I'm talking about the work week. It should be a four-day work week at oh, least. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant. Not five. I'm not just saying numbers. <laughs> 76, five. Numbers are conspiracy. 22. Numbers are a conspiracy. Speaking of numbers, do you want to bring it up? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, bloody hell. You're the professional. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're really You've not. never listened to my show. That's then. a conspiracy that, yes. you are, yeah, that you are. I listen to your show. No, you don't. I listen for the ads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I buy them yeah. for you. Or buy them, get them. Anyway. That you don't have to listen to it. It's fine. All right. I talk to you every day. It's like day. when people I know are like, I listen to your show. And I'm like, you don't have to listen to it. Don't, don't feel obliged to listen to it. Anyway, sorry, go on. I don't love Superman as much as you. That's fine. Nobody does. All right. That's not true. A lot of, a lot of people love people, Spider-Man. More than I do. I yeah. do like Spider-Man, actually, mm. to be fair. Anyway, a suggestible. Yep. Um, it's called State of the Union. It's written by Nick Hornby. It's a TV series. Um, they're 10-minute episodes. And uh, Nicholas Hornby is one of your faves or was one of your favorites. I like the right? one book that he wrote. I liked oh, High Fidelity. I read some of his other books, but none of them are as good as High Fidelity. Correct. I feel. And there's yeah. a lot of repeating kind of things and... There is, Motors correct. and characters and yeah. So the State of the Union, the Union, the Union stars Chris O'Dowd from the IT Crowd, correct. who I love, the comedian, and Rosamund Pike. That's who, right, from Die Another Day, the Bond film from 2002 with Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan. Oh, I, oh, I, I thought I was going to say Gone Girl, which no, I feel Claire, is a much better reference. No, Claire, nobody remembers Gone Girl. Everybody remembers Die Another Day from 2002 <laughs> All right, with the invisible down. car. I liked Gone Girl. Yeah, I, I know, I'm just joking. Good. Nobody likes Die Another Day. No. It's a terrible film. It is a terrible film. Yeah. 
Anywho, yes, and it's it's really quite interesting. It's about the two characters, so Louise and Tom, who meet in a pub immediately before their weekly marital therapy session. Mm. Um, so it's just before they go in. They should just do a podcast, in. am I right? Oh, like, oh, that'd be good for the yeah. marital state of the union. Okay, so you like it? I do. I don't love it. I think some episodes, I think it starts really well mm. um, and then it kind of it dips a little bit, but then it, it does get better. I think it ends pretty strong as well. I think it's probably a bit too long. Like it's a bit too... Do like, you think it's only, yeah. what, 10 episodes? Yeah, I think there's some kind of each. some Philip kind of stuff in there. Of, um, yeah. Do you, Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Mm. I guess because it's set in the one place, it's just set in a pub. That, that I don't have a problem with. I think, I think they kind of retread a lot of like old ground a few times. But I guess that's kind of relationships as well, you yeah, know. Yeah, I of, feel like that's kind of what mm, relationships yeah. are. I mean, they I wouldn't recommend watching well. it all. Like you could easily sit and watch it all at once, but I would say break Brace it up it a bit, probably do it in two or three sessions. Yeah, I watched it all at once, I mm. think. Bad idea. Oh, no, I enjoyed it because it was short yeah. and it was something I felt like watching. But I love that kind of stuff. I love examining emotions and looking at relationships and terrible rom-coms and all that stuff. It's right in my... Bag. And I love the movie Die Another Day, which is why I recommend <laughs> whatever this show is called. Okay, of all the suggestibles that we've done on this show, Die Another Day is the number one pick. That's what people should take away from this. Correct. Collings, please link it in the description. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an invisible car. It does. All right. And James, on this show, I suggest that it is Gentleman's First. Claire, do you like video games? No. Good. You're going to love this. <laughs> Do you like the history of video games? No. But do you love... I like Zelda, as previously discussed. Claire, nobody cares about Zelda. Ocarina of Time. How long are you going to let me go? I thought you were going to cut in. Why would I? I was so entranced. I was just caught up. It's the Ocarina of Time. I've never played it. Did you never know? Yes, you have. No, I haven't. You get to gallop on a horse. I know what it is. And it makes realistic horse sounds. That is the entire experience of Zelda. Sounds really good. I'm it's never great. gonna play it because that controller is also terrible, the Nintendo 64. Oh, right. Okay, anyway, you were telling like me hands. about the anyway, history of video games. The first, <laughs> the first Fake thing. Fake yawn. The first thing. Or was it? Wish I had a bloody ocarina of time. I'll bloody get out of here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, just before you go on with your crap thing, what <laughs> in the kitchen, what was that joke that you said to me before? And I really fell hook, line, and sinker for it. Um, I said, what did I say? I said I wanted to start a wine collection and there was a particular brand of wine that I was interested in. And I was really surprised because you never suggest anything. And I was like, yeah, we can incorporate a wine rack into our ho- home. And you said, what's the label? And I said, it's called Chateau de Flore. <laughs> and I still didn't get it until you looked at me and went, Chateau the Flore. It's not, it's not my joke. I stole it's it from gross. the 12th man. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. This guy, uh, is on, he's got a YouTube channel. It's called The Gaming Historian. His name is Norman Caruso. He's based in the US, I believe. But basically, you know a lot of people do uh, video games on YouTube. You, you, I'm sure you're aware of that. They're a bloody dime a dozen. There's a lot of people going like, remember Super Mario Brothers? Do you know he was originally called Jumpman? And before Princess Peach, there was Princess bloody the other oh, one. Oh, is this Mario Kart? It's whatever. So oh. basically what this guy does. Because I like Mario Kart. That's Everyone the other one I like. You're not, you Yoshi! <laughs> I love it. That's the whole what of Mario Kart. What was that? <laughs> that, was, that was Mario Kart. I don't know what. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody, nobody yells that. 
<laughs> they were that? like those little mushrooms that shoot and like explode people. Great. Well, listen, we all like Mario Kart. Again, it's not unique. Zelda Mario Kart, two of the most popular Nintendo franchises. But Correct. this guy, okay. what he does, he goes, th- like he uh, releases one video maybe every two months and he does heavily researched, really well edited, like stuff that you won't just find on Wikipedia like maybe I would do for a video <laughs> sometimes. But it's, he does these fascinating short documentaries about the history of gaming. Some, one, some of his more popular videos are the, the story of Super Mario Brothers 2. So I don't know if you know this, the version of Super Mario Brothers that we got uh, in, in the West, I should say, is actually a different game that they relabeled. They, Japan, in Japan, they had a proper version of Super Mario 2, but it was deemed too hard for the West. So they switched it. So it's the story behind this game that they basically skinned to make it look like they a Mario game. They dumbed it down for us. It's, I wouldn't say it's dumber, but it's it's way different. Like you don't jump on bad guys to kill them. You, you can't. You jump on them and then you just kind of ride on them and then you got to throw them. It's a, it's a completely mechanically. You ride on complete, them? Yeah, it's com- mechanically it's a completely different like game. Like piggybacking. Like piggybacking, yes. I love piggybacking. So he's got, I think that's his most popular video. It, he does a really good one on Tetris, the history of Tetris. Oh, I love Tetris. Bloop, 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 bloop. It's not the music bloop, of bloop, Tetris. Bloop, bloop, Everyone knows bloop. that. That's you know, it. That's not the music of Tetris, yes, Claire. Blue, blue, blue. Anyway, did I you don't know, think t- you've listened. Tetris is let a- me let me do it again. Ah, blue, this, blue, blue. This sound. What are you? <laughs> I'm doing the blocks falling. What are you, the scared weird little guys, or what are those <laughs> comedy guys where one of them does I'm the sound effects? I'm singing tonight. I'm singing all day. I I'll sing all day this. every day. Anyway, if you like anything about video games, anything at all, small, be it large. This is, the, this is a really great YouTube channel that I've been watching for a long time, and I think people should check it out. The Gaming Historian. The Gaming Historian. Now, all why right. don't you suggest a thing, and I'll make stupid fucking sound effects all the way through it. <laughs> but you won't. How about that, Claire? You won't, because my thing I chose specifically for you. Welcome to Suggestible. I'm introing the show, apparently. <laughs> just point it at me. Just throw that on me like it's nothing. Like you're, luckily, I'm a professional. I just roll with it. You wouldn't even notice the difference most people. But now people. you're talking about it. No, Not it's still, no, it's still because people, I, I'm exuding a confidence that people aren't bothered okay. by it. Yeah, you're so confident that your jumper says champion. That's right. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, champ, I'm Claire. I'm trying to think if I've ever won anything. You're ja- you like know- on merit. I don't think I have. No, uh, no you won that radio competition. And explain to the listeners what you want. Basically, I won a Nintendo 64 in 1999 <laughs> for the release of Star Wars Episode One for doing Why, a, James? for doing a C-3PO impersonation. I'm proud of it. I don't care. I'll tell everybody. <laughs> what? Can you do your impression? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, go. Luke, help! I'm trapped. <laughs> My legs have been shot off by a stormtrooper. Just kill me here. I can't do this anymore. That was That's so what I accurate. Did. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea you had such acting chops. Oh yeah, so that's why I won, obviously. <laughs> no, I did it was actually it was it was a worse impersonation than that if you could believe it, but the other two were way worse. So I got to win it. But the other thing got that I've, I've talked about this before, but the idea was that the people who won because they were doing like one every night would come in and record like a skit for uh <laughs> this is with Triple M on the Crud show would do a skit for like the new Star Wars film and I'm like I hope that never happens. I just want <laughs> I just want the Nintendo. I don't want to do anything else. And luckily, it never eventuated because I'm sure they went. Actually, this is insane, and I won't be. This won't go well. So I got the Nintendo, and that wow. was it. There you go. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's do it. Okay, champ. That's going to be my new That's name me. for you. Well, I'm happy with that. I'm saying it ironically. It's reflective. No, no. It's, I'll take it. I'll take it real. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready to go? I'm ready to go. Okay. As always, gentlemen's first. Okay. I have full disclaimer. What? I happen to be a feminist, but I keep saying gentlemen's first as a joke. But someone on Twitter said to me, 
it should be ladies first because feminism. And I said, no, gentlemen's first. Well, because I guess the idea behind it is that you choose who goes first. Correct. And because I'm such a beta cuck soy boy, <laughs> I will accept whatever your Except, decision ha-ha, is. He said, ha ha, I'm going first this week. My recommendation, yeah, you didn't see that one coming, did you, mate? Oh, <laughs> so tired. My first recommendation. Why would you afternoon. break the formula? The one thing that we do in this show. Because the I, only like, consistent. Um, I like to throw caution to the wind. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I live that. by the seat of my pants. All right. It's not an expression. My, <laughs> my, it might be. Never know. My first recommendation is Case Histories by Kate Atkinson. Have you heard of it? I haven't heard of neither of those things or people. Excellent. So Kate Atkinson is an author and she has written lots of books, but this particular series is awesome. It starts with Case Histories and it is a book where she introduces Jackson Brody, a former police inspector and now private investigator. The plot revolves around three seemingly unconnected family tragedies, the disappearance of a three-year-old girl from a garden, the murder of a husband by his wife with an axe, which I feel like might happen in this scenario. And We have an axe? Well, we might. I made I made Thor's hammer. Did you see that for our three-year-old? Yeah, but an of... axe is not a hammer. Sure, Thor also has, a, has oh, an axe. Here he goes. It's called Yarnborn from the comics, but also it's called Stormbreaker <laughs> from the movies. It's, it's different. Sorry, go oh, on. <laughs> oh, oh, lardy dash. I want off your comment. Anyway, moving right along, soy boy. And the apparently motiveless murder of a solicitor's daughter. It is so good, James. You know how much I love a murder mystery? You too much. You know how much I love a disgruntled, lonely old detective? Well, I know that you're like looking at a mirror, which is the same thing for you. Oh, gotcha. No, don't get me. I'll get you with an axe, apparently. <laughs> no, don't do it. Or maybe I will. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, you do. This is right up your alley. Yeah. Yeah, I bloody love it, mate. It's one of those books that you finish reading and you immediately want to recommend to someone else, which is why I'm recommending it When did you read you. this? Oh, uh, this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's all you've been up to. Yeah. I was the squirreled away reading, uh, polishing my brain cells. Hey, one other recommendation I have before you could go next. Sure. <laughs> next week you'll be back to Gentleman's First. Well, you I hope like so. like how I throw the format. This, is, this is our worst episode. Yeah. It is. It's the wrong time of the, the day for you. No, I have started to sleep with a face mask on. <laughs> yeah. Not like a, like a liquidy one. Just like a soft padded one yeah. from like the $2 shop. And it is bloody amazing. They're good. They're so good. You mm. just sleep so well. And then I wake up and it's always like not on my face anymore. It's like beside the bed or around my neck or something. Well, that's a bit dangerous. But <laughs> but it's just been a joy. So that's my other recommendation. Because we've, throughout our, when we've lived together in the six or seven places that we've lived in, except for this current house, there's always been a street light like directly outside our window. Yeah, that and was it, one thing you looked at when we were looking for a house. Me crazy for such a long time. Well, even when we lived up north where there were no streets, we didn't live on a street, we lived on a paddock, but still there was in our yard a street light which was directly outside the window. (laughs) Shining straight into the bedroom. Yes. I know, so random. What about in Africa? Was there a street light in the house you lived in in Africa? Actually, I couldn't tell you. They said that cow. They just had a cow that like would moo because each family kind of had their own cow that lived in a little shack next to their house Mm. and that that cow had a calf and then they separated the cow and the calf because they obviously were going to sell the calf and then they tied the calf to the front of our house. Yeah, because they didn't want it to keep them up all night. And so then I've never seen the funniest images of you like getting out of bed, wrapping a pink towel around uh, you and dragging a calf, calf around the enough. side of the house with the end of a rope. <laughs> the next day I'm like, Reggie, 
why is your cow tied up in the front of us? And he's like, because it's too loud. I'm like, come and get your fucking cow or I'm going to kill it. I think they thought that we were all like bleeding heart dudes who were like volunteering and would never crack it, but they hadn't reckoned with uh, all was a, was Jim good, Bob over he there. He was a good guy. He was a yeah. lovely guy, Reggie. Well, speaking of good-hearted people, I watched a go. movie from 2016 called Silence. Uh, it's a Martin Scorsese Ooh. film. It's the movie he did after, after Wolf of Wall Street, and it's based on the 1966 novel of the same name. It stars Andrew Garfield. Sorry, you just... shush. It stars <laughs> Andrew Garfield, uh, yeah. who is Spider-Man, Adam Driver, who is Kylo Ren, and Liam Neeson, who is Raish Al Ghul, but also Qui-Gon Jinn, but also Schindler's List. Is that his name? Schindler's? I think so. Is yeah. Liam Neeson the one that's always like, my daughter, you've got my Who's daughter. Who's got my daughter? Who's got my who daughter? Took, who took my daughter? Also, I've got a gun and I've I'm going to afraid to use it yeah. and I'm wearing a long coat on a train. If you look at the Liam Neeson posters from the last 12 years and you took the title off it, it's just all him in a leather jacket holding a gun. <laughs> like in a hurry and there's like blue speed lines kind of going <laughs> past him. That's every Liam Neeson poster. <laughs> Not except for this one because basically it's a um, it's a fictional story but it's based on on. on true events of a 17th century uh, two Jesuit priests from Portugal uh, who go to Japan to locate Liam Neeson, who was a missionary who was sent there at a time when if you were Christian in Japan, because it was a predominantly Buddhist nation, you were persecuted, like you were, you were, they'd murdered, they'd murder the priests, you'd have to kind of pray in, in, in secret and all those kinds of things. It was, it was basically, yeah, Christianity was outlawed and there were these inquisitors who would go around and like look for them in, 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 in small communities. And it resonated a lot with the poor because, as religion often does, because it's, it's something that, you know, when you die, it's going to elevate you and, you know, don't, don't worry about, you know, this life because the next life, it's going to be great. You're going to have a horse and everything. But, uh, <laughs> Why just a horse? Well, it's whatever you want in your next <laughs> life, isn't it? But, uh, so, but what's... so you want a horse. No, you don't even like I don't horses. Want a horse. I don't like horses. I no, don't trust them. No, you have them. a weird thing with horses. I do have a... Yeah. No, I like, I like them, but I don't understand them. The last time we saw a horse, we were going for a walk around the beach, and you saw a horse, and you were like, I don't like it. Get away from it. I don't like you, horse. <laughs> no, that did not happen. <laughs> yes, that absolutely did happen. And I was like, look at this majestic creature. And it was so lovely and like came over to look at us, and you were like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'll I don't bat, like this horse. I'll bat a horse, but I don't... I can't read them. You know, I feel like I can read a dog. It's same with cats. Like, I can read a dog, I can read other animals, birds, I guess, some birds. Birds hate you as well. Some birds do hate me. <laughs> but uh, the horses, I'm like, I can't. And they're so big. And they're not yeah. as smart as dogs. So people are like, they're smart as dogs. I looked into it. They're not. I mean, I'm sure some are. Yes, it's they a, are. It's they're a scale. very intuitive, emotionally okay. intuitive. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto this topic about Look, how you hate horses, but you should I don't hate make horses. you a bad guy. <laughs> bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Welcome to the Bing Bong Show, where we just say <laughs> Bing Bong for 30 minutes. Bing Bong. What's that from? Oh, I know. That is from that movie, Inside Out, that Disney one, where yeah, people are in their heads. In, and there's a stretching character. Like a cat. <laughs> you are stretching like a cat. We are never getting a cat. That was what you woke me up with this morning. Yeah, I was morning. like, we're not getting a cat. What if I said I really wanted a cat? P.S. Hello, this is suggestible. I'm Claire. We're both He's kind James. of allergic, like a little bit allergic to cats. Yeah. In- I don't have a problem with cats. Hey, I am physically allergic and also mentally allergic. Oh, my goodness. I hate cats. I'm putting you it out there. You hate cats. Yeah, I do. See, I don't like cats, but I don't hate cats. They make me sneeze and they don't really love you. You don't know that. No, they don't. Some people say that of children. If they were bigger, they would eat you. That was what I said to you once. No, 
No, it's what I think. I, I am not. Well, who knows? We've been together so long. What's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine. Yeah, but I do believe. What's that. mine is mine, and what it. I think some cats would definitely kill you if they were big enough, even if they knew you. Yeah, they're always sizing you up. Yeah, and swishing their tail. They're always unhappy cats. You can't make them happy. I'm gonna get a lot of cat. Cat feedback. That is actually a thing as well. My friend who is a single is on Tinder and she said that she took she had a friend, she took a photo of herself with her cat and put it on Tinder thinking that maybe that would make people less interested in her and it made people more interested in her. Really? People are really into cats, mate. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they're a pretty popular pet. I mean, they're no dogs. <laughs> No, but there's some weird sexy thing going on with cats. Too. I don't think that's true. Yes, there is. Like so furries, mate. There's a sexy thing diff- going on a, about everything. That's a whole other subset. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. It's your turn. Uh, yeah, so we suggest things. Cat we, boy. We do two each. No, I'm not Would that. you be interested in dressing up as a cat? For what a purpose? Just to spice to commit things a, up? To, no. To commit a robbery? <laughs> yes. I'd com- to commit a robbery? Oh, yeah, because they'd, they'd be looking for a, like a real unbalanced lunatic. <laughs> And I feel like nobody would ever think that I was I put on a cat suit yeah, and robbed a bank. Yeah, that is your entire life strategy. Grey man it. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello. Welcome to Suggestible Pod. I'm Claire. James is here also. What's this show about, James? Look, this is how it is. You like podcasts? Great. There he goes. Welcome. You're here. You made it this far. This one is all about <laughs> suggesting things that we've read, watched, listened to, eaten, flew over and went, hmm. <laughs> you know, when Neither you're of pl- us could fly. No, but you know when you're flying in a, cape. in a plane and you look over and you go, hmm. You never do that or you're too busy watching something That's to suggest true. on this podcast. Flying is the worst and you can't say anything because people are like, why don't you look at the window? At what? Well, anyway. The sky? I can see the sky from here. <laughs> I don't need to be up in it to be looking at it. It looks the same. All right. As interesting as this topic of conversation is, get on with your bloody suggestible, All mate. I'm saying is the Gentleman sky is first. overrated. You can look at it from – you don't need to spend big you money. You and I have such deep reviews on this because I'm always banging on about asking you to go and look at the sky. I love a pink sky. It's ever-changeable, ever-changing. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's I pink, get it. The sky is a variety of colours. The, colors. Sky, the, the, the sky has to be so an absolutely shapes. wicked, crazy colour for me to go, what? See, I look at it every day of the week. I even like a grey sky. It's moody. Listen to moody indigo. My Frank Sinatra recommended previously. All right, get anyway, on with your look, podcast. Okay, so my first one is a podcast called Funny in Failure, which could be the bloody title oh, of my of bloody, your life. Uh, I was going to say this is your life, James. Yeah, that's exactly it. So basically, it's an iTunes. I mean, you're not that it's an funny. iTunes. No, I'm not. It's. I can't, I don't have the host in front of me. Why doesn't he have his name in the bio? Anyway, it's an Australian podcast. Someone would think you were a professional. I know. Look I, at my notes, all prepared, all ready for I don't you. I notes. My notes are less, but I've still got them. Okay, hang anyway, on. So Come basically, on. Funny in Failure I'll by fi- James I'll, I'll Clement. Find, I'll find the name at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. But it's basically about uh, a, a, a person, a man. <laughs> 
who talks with uh, comedians about their careers. Like he's had people on the past, like John Safran, who is a, a popular presenter here in Australia who started uh, on, it was almost like a reality show in the 90s. Well, it was. It was like a reality journalism show in the 90s. Uh, all the way up to his most recent episode, or his second most recent with, recent with Broden Kelly, who people might know as one of the three, sorry, there's more than three people on RT Donna because there's multiple people. Yeah, but they're the, they're the, they're like, the ones you faces see, of it, the face of. Broden Kelly, uh, I'm a big fan of his comedy in that in that show, but also in real life. He's a super nice guy. Uh, he's um, he's, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys. What's what I find really funny about Broden is he's he's really good at doing really mundane, run of the mill stuff that like normal people do, but at an absurd level. But also feels real at the same time. Yeah, so it's very like funny. he does a really good dad. It's like I'm a dad. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I definitely can't <laughs> do it. Because Auntie Donna actually is a definite recommendation. Yeah, hundred percent. If you haven't listened to their podcast or watched their YouTube channel, yeah. you should definitely or go to their do live it. Shows or listen to yeah. music or whatever. I love Broden. Um, how he sings that the dad song. What's yeah. it called? Yeah, yeah, chuffed, chuffed. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, he's very funny. Exactly. But anyway, so Broden. But the thing about Broden is, and a lot of comedians like i've met him multiple times and he's you know he's very nice and very friendly and whatever but this this goes into like the backstory of him becoming you know a comedic actor because he started at university with some of the other auntie donna guys and then he was going to be a serious actor and how that changed and he was talking about how in high school because he's like still plays footy and if you looked at him you'd be like He's a regular sporty well, he, bloke he or whatever. He looks like a footy guy. He does, yeah. yeah. And well, then he is because he plays. Which is Aussie rules here, But he obviously. talks about how in it, how when he was like 13, 14, he was in the footy club room and he was told as a kid that like, that's the best place in the world you can be, nothing but support and they've all those kinds of things. But he remembers looking around at the time and going, what a pack of fuckwits. And I have a really <laughs> big problem with, with like sporting culture in general. Uh I think any culture that takes itself way too seriously, I actually have a problem with. But there is that kind of hyper-masculinity, like everybody's kind of trying to outdo each other and whip each other on the nuts with wet towels. They're, and often their attitude to women is pretty Yeah, absolutely. Abysmal. It's changing and it's not it's everywhere. It's definitely changing and it's not and every, it's not every sporting club. club, but I'm saying, you know, it is You know, footy trip, mate. Yeah, you see, it in, ah. you see it in the media. and Get you, in the cheeks. Yeah. And I got, you know, I got mates like that and, and whatever, who yeah. I also really like at and the same time. Also on, on a point to that as well, there is still not been one Aussie rules football player in Australia who's no. um, identified as gay. And I've not one. That a, is crazy. I have a friend who's a journalist who who you also know. Well, I actually haven't seen him in like five years. So but we is know he a friend. Him. I know him. <laughs> anyway, and there's been a couple of times where AFL players, Aussie rules footballers, have have gone to come out and then haven't have gone and they kind of pulled back because they don't want to be the first and they don't want to be kind of targeted because there is this thing in uh, Australian rules football of people being targeted for their race. And various other yeah, to things. to kind of and get under their skin, right? Definitely. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. So there, there is an element of footy culture. And going back to Broden, as we were actually discussing, yes. he does looks like a guy that would play football, except he's bloody hilarious. Yeah, and which so you, you, could, you could be both, obviously. Also, of I've you seen can. the footy show, Claire. <laughs> I've seen a man dress up as a woman and come out at the skit <laughs> show, in a, the footy show, and you're like, oh my god, there's nothing funnier than a man dressing up as a woman. Ah, oh, it gets funnier every time. But um. So, but he was talking about how he was in school, and then he he, he wanted to do theatre, and he kind of chickened out the first year, and then he and then he decided to do it, and he said that kind of welcoming environment was was so different, it was like the opposite of what he was experiencing. So that's when he kind of fell in love with it, and and he talked about how Auntie Donna, which and they're hugely successful, but he's talked about how pretty much every step of the way they've done it all by themselves. Like they've had help from people like, you know, leg up here and there and people promoting or whatever, but it's mostly they've built 
everything themselves. There's been no one person to be like, I'm going to make you a star and whatever. And I'll put yeah. you because they've had like multiple TV network, TV deals fall through and things like that. And, and, you know, they've lost awards and won awards and, and he, and he just talks about the journey and it's just fascinating. I think if you, if you're interested in on a, doing something, you know, creative, uh, creativeness, uh, it might, it might be worth looking into yeah. for me, a lot of the stuff that I you know, well, Broden's younger than me by like six years, but a lot of the stuff that he was saying, I'm like, absolutely. I, yeah, exactly particularly the doing about. it yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, you, and we've talked about this before, there's an episode of Just Make the Thing where we talk about your sort of how you got into doing Miss Sunday movies. Mm. You yeah. Know, I just don't think you ever take anything too seriously. And if it no. comes through, whoop-de-loo, right. amazing, and yeah. we're so grateful for it. But also, as you've always said, it's so much better to yeah. be in charge of your own ship. And because now of things like Instagram and YouTube, you can yeah, take, definitely. I mean, obviously they've been around for a long time, but you have the power to take those in your own yeah. hands rather than having to wait for a big TV network. All right. Anything you want to say about that before I continue with no, my No, it's called Funny and Failure by some guy. Amazing. <laughs> Michael Kahan. Good on you, mate. Good on you, Michael. You're funny and Put failure. Put your name in the description of your podcast at iTunes, Michael. <laughs> All right. Don't tell him what to do. He's successful in his own right. He is. Okay. My first one is a very sneaky quick one. You know how I like to do that to you. I like it's it. a recipe for chocolate shell ice cream topping. Oh, my goodness. I found this because I found Follow Jennifer Garner on Instagram, which do yourself a favor. She's freaking hilarious. Jennifer Garner, hilariously amazing. Mm, um, she's great. Yeah, she does these sort of ridiculously failed cookie shows and they're really terribly filmed in her own kitchen, but they're just so funny. Her timing is hilarious. Anyway, this, this recipe was in the New York Times. It's seven ounces of bitter sweet chocolate, two tablespoons of coconut oil. That is it. You just melt it together and then it becomes like your own ice magic, which I don't know if you have that in the US or wherever you are. Basically, it's chocolate topping for your ice cream except it goes hard yeah yeah it's delicious no it's not but this sounds better yeah ice magic is terrible but this is delicious and it's kind of gone viral on the internet so do yourself a favor if you're having a movie night go melt yourself some bittersweet chocolate with two tablespoons of coconut oil pour it over your ice cream delish i love jennifer garner and i love her almost it seems like infinite tolerance for ben affleck yeah of course i love you but if i had to choose She is hot. I'll give you that. No, I just, I just think she's genuinely nice. She seems yeah. really cool. And she yeah. runs her own business too. She's really fascinating. We've talked about her before when she was interviewed on the podcast with David Tennant. Yes. Um, and she just she was running her own businesses and works super hard um, and is a mom as well and really into gardening and cooking and all the things that I yeah. love. Yeah. Hilarious. Okay. She's like she's like what Gwyneth Paltrow does, but real. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I I love Gwynnie too. I respect her very much. Mm. Whatever she's doing, sticking up, sticking jade eggs up her bajuts. She is actually. That's a that's. I a know. Quote. I'm well aware of. Yeah, Goop. All the Goop actually. Some to. of her her Goop podcasts are great. The one with Brene Brown is excellent. A lot of them are a little bit too. Airy fairy for me. Anyway, that's my first recommendation. Our dog teach. is trying to eat that. Okay, fly so now. there is a thing about podcast dogs. She loves to catch flies. She's like the Mister Miyagi of us. Yeah, she's been eating flies all yeah, day, mate. I know, yeah, I know. And when I sort of kind of like, I respect it. I respect it too. It's awesome because it's an, always annoying me, and then she just eats the fly. And it's also good for you it. because you used to be the one in the family to eat the fly <laughs> before we got the dog. So it's, it's been really good. I really like took the her amount a while of time to... that you freed up. <laughs> It took me a while to teach her. Yeah, it's, it's it. a lot of like running around on all fours, that's snapping it. at flies, but she eventually got it. Yeah. And now I don't have to swallow flies anymore. Crazy. Like that old lady in the song. Yeah, good Isn't song. That, there was an old lady that swallowed a fly. Yeah, I don't know why she a followed horse. a fly. Perhaps she'll die. I don't mm. think you'll die if you swallow flies. I should know. I've swallowed you a lot in no, my yeah. time. <laughs> 
Uh, Blowflies are the most delicious. I was going to talk about <laughs> the great. I was going to talk about the great hack, but it's like you get it. Facebook's ruining everybody's lives, and data's being minded, and none of our thoughts are our own, and uh, the world's fucking ruined. So forget all that. <laughs> so I'm going to. So I'm going to go talk, eat some <laughs> chocolate shell ice cream and yeah. Instead, I'm going to talk about eat some flies. Something I'd heard of but never seen. It's called Invader Zim. And it's this show that only ran for 27 episodes from like 2001 to very early in 2002. So it was promptly cancelled. So long ago that I was in school when this thing came out, if you can believe that. It was, it's like darkly funny and it's really weird and, and niche and like well ahead of its time. It also inco- was one of the first shows, and it did it before Futurama because I looked into this, where they incorporate 3D animation into 2D animation. And that's like people do that all the time now. It's in everything. Yeah, but anyway. All I'm thinking of, I have to interrupt you. All I'm thinking about because you were talking about monsters is that show, Don't You Open That Trap Door because oh, there's the something down there. Sorry, and that's where my brain you know is being. But Alien. Do you know that, that show ended? That looks like a man. Because no? you know every day. It's basically this claymation show called Trap Door. I and, loved it. And that's every- why because you were talking about like the Rugrats that that's where my brain went. I was yeah. I tuned out. I'm sorry. That's fine. And every day the trap, they're like, don't open the trap door because he worked with this monster upstairs. And every day the trap door would open and a monster would come out. And the very last episode he quit. He's like, I'm leaving. And I'm like, oh, my. He's actually le-. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my God, my brain has exploded in a nostalgia bubble. And I'm like, he's free. He's free of that, like, monster that, that like, you know, Yay. keeps him upstairs, that, that lives upstairs that you never really see. But then after the credits, he comes back and he's like, you didn't really think I'd go. And I'm like, oh, Burke, you were free. You could have gone anywhere. You could have lived your dream. Now you're back. What are you doing? Oh, the trap wall just going to open again. <laughs> anyway, colleagues, put that down below as well. Anyway. Uh, Did you love that show? But that's nothing compared to the horrors that lurk beneath the trap door. For there is always something down there. In the dark, waiting to come out. Don't you open that trap door? You're a fool if you dare. Stay away from that trap door. Because there's something down there. It's suggestible pod. It is. Time. It always is. It's always a suggestible pod time on this podcast. And that's why we do a show where we say, hey, we've been watching some things. We've been reading some things. We've been doing <laughs> some things. We've been saying some things. Correct. We've been walking some things. We've been talking some things. We've been chalking <laughs> some things. <laughs> We're like your personal shoppers for Netflix and other assorted things, including eatable things, which I have this week. I also have a cold. I'm Claire. You're James. We're married. Should we get on with recommending them some stuff? They don't want to hear this banter. I think we should. Have you ever had a personal shopper? No. Mm. You have me and your mother. <laughs> You're <laughs> laughing because that's <laughs> actually very true. I buy all my own clothes now because, Claire, I'll have you know that you can just buy them online and you have to interact yeah, with them. Yeah, which everybody. is why you've ended up with two pairs of cargo pants I'm and military them, boots that They're make you in. look like a G.I. Joe that you're about to They're like. really comfortable. And then with the farm. They're not- you They're wear like checkered geo- farm shirts, so then you look like you're about to work on a farm, except you've never worked a it's manual labour day in They're your life. They're not military boots. They're just boots, like hiking boots. They're getting around boots. Okay, let me paint a picture for you, Lisa. They are black with They're laces. Black. They're like ankle boots. They're grey. Okay, well, charcoal. And they like lace up all the way. He d- his dad, who actually did work um, as a farmer and knows things, said to him, why didn't you go to Bunnings and get the workman's boots that have a zip on the side so you don't have to keep lacing them up like a fool? And you said, I hadn't thought of that. No, I did because think that. 
Because I don't want to buy You've my... never worked a day in your life. My shoes from Bunnings. Fucking Bunnings of all places. It's a hardware so chain. Bunnings store. should change its name to Dropkick City. Okay. <laughs> I love Bunnings. Anyway, off topic. Right. Yes, this episode is definitely not sponsored by Bunnings, though I do love them. I love Bunnings. It's my happy place. Okay, side note. Extra story about to prove my point. <sighs> I don't know how we got into this, but I will continue. You rang me the other day because I asked you to mow the lawn and yes. you rang me and said, I can't find the lawnmower. And I said, it's in the shed. And you said, we have a shed. No, I knew we had a shed, <laughs> but I'd forgotten. No, because that, you I, never go in there because yeah, all of the said, tools that we own are mine. But, all of, And I have set the whole thing up. You don't even know what's in to there. To clarify, I've when you said we have a shed, I didn't then go, What? I remembered at that point we had a shed, so I did forget. But when you reminded me, I did remember that you we had have never, a shed. Can you admit that you had never actually looked in that shed? I've looked before? in that shed. It's just got like potting mix and like a rake and, and shit. Tools I don't know. And a shovel and a, a lawn aerator. I don't do any of that shit. And like big secateurs and a hammer and my toolkit. You know why I don't like doing any of that lawnmower shit? Lawnmower and hay for the garden. Because my fertilizer. family for probably like 2,000 years did that shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm staying indoors. I don't want to get out there and. You know why? Because also I don't care. Like, let everything overgrow. Good. It should. Why does everything have to be neat and tidy? Why do we have to mow our lawns every week or why whatever? Why do you have to cut your beard and order ridiculous clothes online? Anyway, this is beside the point. Let's get on with your suggestible, my friend. My soft-handed friend. <laughs> I got very calloused hands, Claire. <laughs> from working out from, in a from gym. My, from, in my indoor gym. But, okay, so do you, are you familiar with Calvin and Hobbes? I'm sure you are. No. Calvin you know Ho- how much I don't know. You know about Calvin things. and Hobbes. It's an it's a cartoon. It started in the eighties. It ended in like the early two thousands. I want to say it's no. by Bill Watterson. It's about a little boy called Calvin. He's got spiky hair and he's got a pretend tiger friend, and they go on adventures. It's not Calvin the Chipmunk. No, it's not Calvin. You're thinking of Alvin and the Chipmunks, which is an excellent cartoon and show, by the way. No, it's not. I love actually. that Theodore with you the know glasses. Calvin and Hobbes. This is Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah, I've kind of seen it around. Yeah, anyway, I never watched it. Bill Watterson created it. It's anyway, got a tiger. He's blonde. Yeah. it's Anyway, Mason recommended this comic to me last year, and the second volume has come out this year. It's called Spencer and Locke. It's by David uh, Papose. I like how you said that, Papose. Well, that's his name. I propose that you find out where the shed is. I don't know why I'm sounding like Mason now. Sorry. I know. I, I mean, have a I, cold. Now I know where it is, but if I ever forget, I'll know who to call. Okay, anyway, go back to your stuffed tiger and your little boy story. Okay, so but this <laughs> – Jesus Christ. You're, you're mean when you're sick. I know. I just haven't seen the light of day. I, I haven't got out in my garden today. Yeah, you know what? Oh, Get out there and dig yourself a grave and bloody lie down, mate. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. Maybe I will. Yeah. Anyway, Who will mow your lawn then? Spencer and Locke. I don't know one ever. But Spencer and Locke, right, is uh it's it's basically it's kind of like a a, a knockoff of Calvin and Hobbes where what if uh Spencer and Locke when he was a kid, this boy was like he had bad parents. Like he was he wasn't treated very well and his parents were mean and like abused him or whatever. And he grew up and he kept the imaginary tiger as a mate. But it's it's really worth reading. Uh, so yeah, Mason recommended that like a year ago. But I I thought it'd be a good thing to bring that up. That legitimately here. sounds like something that I would like. It's really good um, and it's better than Snoopy. It also it says something like Calvin Hobbes says things about 
things that you like about going outdoors and appreciating things and not getting and not doing things just because everybody else does them and things like oh, that. Galvanov is actually really great. Those are all my favorite things. Yeah. You say them in such a flat way. Well, the you know, great look, outdoors I know is wonderful. You're going camping soon. Even start, Claire. <laughs> Do not even start. You should wear your military style boots in your cargo pants. Maybe I will. Here is the problem with cargo pants that this is another reason why you only you used to wear cargo pants all the time when we first started dating, and then you stopped wearing them because I used to come with you to buy all no. your clothes. You've only just started them again. Let me finish. The reason that cargo pants are the worst idea in the world is that if you don't like ironing, which you don't, and you don't have a wife that will do for you, which you certainly don't because I like to mow the lawn instead, you need to iron the pockets. And so what you no. do now is wash the pants and now the pockets are all weird and sticky-uppy. Yeah, the thing is, Claire, Mate. you don't have to iron anything. And because I don't yeah, work I know, a real job, I, know I, don't. I don't have to do jack shit and so I don't. <laughs> I haven't picked up an I pick up an iron maybe once a year to, to iron a shirt for, for, bloody, for going to a wedding that I don't want to go to. Like that's the extent of my ironing, Claire. Ironing all is right. an absolute... Rot oh, and a waste of time, <laughs> and I don't know why. That's why I don't understand why you bought cargo pants because they're good and they're comfy and they're slim the fitting and they're tapered any, at the bottom. Do you put anything in those giant? I pockets? do actually. I put my I put my wallet in there. It's better when you than sitting on your back pocket. It can throw out your spine or whatever if you do it for a long All right. time. Okay. Anyway, what's your enjoy crap your thing? cargo pants? What I've got many great things. The first of which is pizza toast. Oh, my God. You didn't invent pizza toast, I know I didn't, but I thought I did. So back in the 90s when I would come home from school and we had, like, tomato sauce and cheese and that was about it in the fridge, I used to toast my toast and then put tomato sauce or ketchup and then dried herbs, a bit of basil, then cheddar, and then you put it under the grill. And the whole point of it, the key is that you have to toast the bread first. It comes out like the best version of pizza, except for if you actually ordered pizza. But when you're a kid, you can't. And it's delicious and great. I agree. Is there anything better than melted cheese? I don't think so. Yeah, regular cheese is pretty good. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's got to be melt- no, melted. Is- melted is definitely superior to regular cheese. Really. Depends on the context. Oh, Lord. Anyway, I'm going to continue on. So that was my recommendation for food, pizza toast, guys. Everybody knows that one already. already. You may as well have said, I recommend water with ice. A lot of people like, no, people were reminded. They were brought back just in similarly how you did it with your little boy and tiger nostalgia walk that you just did before. I can't remember the name of it. Hobbs? Yeah, Hobbs. Hobbs, there we go. Anyway, I'm bringing back pizza toast. Anywho. Thank you for listening to Suggestible and remember – you don't have to mow your lawn or talk to your wife. <laughs> what? You do, however, have to eat pizza, toast, and wear cargo pants, apparently. But if you do mow the lawn, it's a good excuse to not talk to your wife because she's this like, has been going on for way like, too long. I can't anymore for the lawn mower. It's suggestible, pod. It's the only podcast that you're currently listening to, unless you're dual listening to podcasts, in which case you're an absolute madman. And people can live their lives however they like. Yeah, but that's offensive and unacceptable and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> that's where I draw <laughs> the not? line. You can Multitask. mix your medium. So you can read a book and listen to something is no, what I'm saying. No, I am, no, I am, I am the definitive dictator of this show. And I say one thing at a time. You Gen Xs are all the same, mate. No, no. And I, I am the queen of doing many things at a time, but you never do them properly. You're also not one a Gen One thing X. at a time. I thought you would flip out Yeah, that. I know. I turned 34 this week and even your mother thought that I was 35 because you have been like incepting the idea that I'm 35 
and just a year older than I am for like <laughs> 10 years. Everybody's confused now. Everybody is confused. <laughs> Anyway, get on with your recommendation. Okay, the first. I don't uh, have a lot of time left. Look, I'm old. As people may have gathered from from this conversation, that I have made a habit over the years of being as annoying as possible. It's like one of my greatest strengths. Just be a, just an incredibly annoying human being on a day to day basis. One would say it's yeah. your gift, yeah, your I'll, only gift. I'll, yeah, I would agree with that. I've probably toned it down over the years. Don't get me wrong, but it's still in me. You know what I mean? I still like to use it. It's fun. Uh, so this is why my first recommendation, suggestible if you will speak to me, it's called Untitled Goose Game. Uh, <laughs> it's by actually a Melbourne uh, video game studio called House House. It's out on multiple platforms. So here's the description if you're unaware of what this is. This, uh, it says featuring a horrible goose, that's you, a town full of people trying to get on with their day and a dedicated honk button. So basically, it, it looks like this storybook world. When you open it up, like your, your head pops out of a little a little hedge, and you wander around, and you just bother people. So like you steal the hat off a farmer, like grab all his stuff and throw it into the lake, like scare people so they like when they're hammering something they hit their own hand and fall over. I wish, listener, you could see the hand actions oh that are going God. with this description. I have to say, I don't like video games except for Zelda, as previously mentioned in Mario Kart. This may be now on the list of my favourite video games. You won't play it, though. I think you're, you're well beyond being able to use a controller now. Yeah. I love it. I actually had a visceral reaction when I saw the goose pull a chulip <laughs> yeah. out of the gutter because a chulip takes like freaking six months to grow. You have to put it in early at the exact right time and then they only flower for yeah. like a few weeks before they go a wilty and gross. Yeah, exactly. So if someone pulled my chulip out of the ground. He puts it back mate, though. I would kick that yeah. goose up its wazoo yeah. goose, over the fence. Geese, uh, they're rude and, and annoying animals, but it's fun oh, to Your dad one. loves them. He thinks they're watchdogs. He said when he was on the farm he used to have Geese's watchdogs. He also had dogs, though, so I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, that there. little tiny dog. You can't have two different types of watchdogs. It's offensive. <laughs> he had a Chihuahua that was like this tiny, tiny dog that would just round up yeah. sheep. And it was, it was a terrible brilliant. dog. It only it hated everybody but him. But, but yeah. him, yeah. I feel like he trained I'm like, it that why way. Did you get Your this dad dog? would. I never met it, but I'm like, why did you get this? Your dog? Your dad has the there? same trait as you. He likes to bother people. That's true. He is annoying. You are a goose. He likes the long con kind of prank as well. Yeah, your middle name is Goose. Yes, it is. Yeah. Jimmy Annoying Goose. <laughs> That's my name. Anyway, uh, look, Untitled Goose Game. It's really cool. And it's it's fun that it's a Melbourne studio. I think that's really cool. Bloody check it out if you like Untitled Goose, Goose Game. Yeah. I also enjoy that title. That's cool. Me too. All right, my turn. Oh, well, can I do my recommendation? I would love you to. That's what we're here things. for. All right, excellent. So I went to see an incredible musical last night that you were supposed to see and then our son got sick and you sacrificed yourself again because the first time we got tickets for it, he got sick and we both stayed home. Yes. And then last night, oh, God. Well, so, like one of us has to go to this. Yeah. And uh, you, to be fair, were pretty wrecked and tired. So. Yeah, and I think also it's one of those things where you would have found somebody to go with easier than I would have. <laughs> so I was part of it. I'm like, oh, God, who do I call? Do I call my friend Joe? He's not going to want to see this. Oh, Bar- no, not Barry. He sucks. <laughs> Barry doesn't no, suck. Doesn't. He's a lovely man. Yeah. Anyway, well, you were right because I found a friend very quickly. Yes, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, Correct. Not that I have more friends than you, just that your friends don't like doing things like seeing musicals. Anyway, this particular one, um, it tells the remarkable true story of thousands of stranded passengers in the aftermath of September 11 
and the terrorist attacks that happened in 2001 when the Twin Towers were hit by a plane. Basically, American airspace for the first time in history was completely shut down. Yes. And so within an instant, they had to make a call to ground all of the planes and they were grounded in Canada. So they shot was, them out of the air. Yeah. No, God. No. So that was 250 aircraft diverted to 17 different airports. And this musical tells the story of one particular airport. So it's based around the stories of 7,000 passengers from all over the world who were stranded in a place called Newfoundland on an island off the far northeast coast of Canada. What year was it established? The town? Yeah. I have no idea. I'll look it up. Um, it's actually want, called Gander, a, the small town. I want to make town. a very specific joke. Right, okay. So Gander had um, a massive airport that was no longer in use. The The actual town of Gander had a population of 9,000. So if you imagine, they had six traffic lights. I can't imagine that, Claire. Yeah, so six traffic lights. They're a tiny town, right? I mean, it's more traffic lights than the town seven, that we live in. <laughs> so within a couple of hours, they had 7,000 people land from 95 different countries all over the world who spoke all different languages of different backgrounds and faiths. You know, people who were Hindi, people who only ate kosher, people who were Muslim, people who spoke French and German and English and Chinese. And there were African people as well who came there too who didn't speak any English. It's just so remote there. So the only reason they had a big enough airport to hold the 38 planes was that it used to be a stopover because back in the day, planes couldn't make it all the way across the ocean without refueling. It's true. Yeah. So they Look had- it up, people. Planes were different than <laughs> oh, now. The you're very- so annoying. No, it's true, Claire. I'm, a sub- I'm agreeing with you. Exactly. Planes couldn't just fly oh, over things they God. needed to stop for- uh, Okay. Like yes. Newfoundland, which, by the way, established in 1497, more like old Foundland. Oh, Got him! Is that why you wanted? <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's the, the only joke. reason you. Because if it was like 1967, I'd be like, "Well, I can't really use that joke now, can I?" <laughs> oh god, you go to many lengths. Yeah, for a crap for joke. A crap joke. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'll start well, rambling. But version of if good. you get a chance to see that, if your city is showing Come From Away, I would recommend it with a thousand thumbs up. It's so good. It's a lot of thumbs up. Off you go. I have many thumbs. That's true. And ambidextrous. No, that's two hands, isn't it? You're thinking of thumbidextrous. <laughs> thumbidextrous. Yeah. My weird cousin with a thumb for a head. <laughs> Imagine if he had a thumb for a head. Have you ever seen the picture of the Good guy? Good old thumbo. The guy who looks like a thumb? No. Okay, I'm going to recommend this. Is this like someone that you know? No, no, it's just a picture of a guy. It's just a, got a particular angle where he just kind of looks like a thumb. What do you mean? Um, That's that's it. He just Like, like his head looks like a thumb. The way that the angle, it's angled. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it just looks a bit like a thumb. <laughs> okay, can you, colleagues, can you also link that picture of yeah. the thumb man? I mean, I don't want to be making all my all my cousin. You know, he looks like thumb, a good old thumbo. Yeah. Anyway, thumbs. I don't be making fun of people because of a bad photo. I'm sure he's very handsome in uh, I'm sure he is. Anyway, as handsome as Justin Trudeau, in fact. Not as black. No. Faced. (laughs) Okay, so. So that's cool. All right, we've only got 22 minutes left. 22 minutes left. We've got heaps of no, time. No, I mean, eight minutes Oh, let's just what take day? a break. Oh, God. I'm going to have a nap. No, yeah, this is your nap time. I'm keeping you from your nap, really guys. That. I know this This is tragic. He's I was annoying. up too early because when you go to the gym in the morning, it means I have to get up. All right, stop banging on. It's an absolute nightmare. Okay, you so we thing. the last thing I'm going to talk about is something that we watch together. Yes. Uh, it's called Book Smart. 
It's by Olivia Wilde, director Olivia Wilde, who people might know from the movie Tron, mm-hmm. from the movie Cowboys and Aliens. Mm-hmm. From her starring role in House. From House, she the TV Dr. show House. She was Dr. Remy 13 Hadley. Is that what? Okay. Yeah, that was her name in House, and I really liked her character. She's Which cool. episode of House was it where someone comes in with a disease and they think that they've nailed it, so they cure <laughs> it, and then they turn around and the person's like foaming at the mouth, they're like... Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, this isn't rabies at all. This is a super virus or whatever. And then House is like, I don't know what to do. And they're like, House, <laughs> listen up, House. You've been right every single other week, but this time you you practices and we're gonna we're shutting you down, House. And then he's like, I've just had an epiphany. And then he and then he, and he they they save the day and then they're like, You just made it through this time, House, but you're bloody lucky it worked out for you this because they bought a director's house. They're going to come down All on your right. house. So which All episode right. is that? Which point. episode is that, though? Gosh, this is so specific, James. I'd have to look it up. You'd have to look it, it up. It doesn't sound yeah. like every could, single yeah. episode of House, does if it? If someone could Google all of that and tell me, that'd be great. All right, excellent. Uh, book anyway. Smart. So Olivia Wilde. I think maybe I loved this. Mm. One of the reasons being it is very rare, A, to see a film with two female characters and their friendship at this age and they're not particularly model-esque, they're not yeah, kind right. of all sexy or whatever. They're not – they're very smart. Their friendship is really intense. One um, – They build also, each other up a they lot. They build each yeah. other up a lot. They're really confident. It's not like, oh, we're – normally the way this kind of story goes is that they're outcasts and bumbling nerds. And, yeah. one, and then and they, everybody hates them, which there is, everybody I guess, an element hates of that. Them, but. but they're normally, like, down on themselves and they feel really mm. sad. They've got braces and glasses and then inevitably they end up getting a makeover and then the hot man, hot sure. kid falls to them or whatever. That doesn't happen in this. They're very, like, confident. They back each other. They're really smart. There's a scene where they both start talking in Mandarin to each other because you can yes. tell how intelligent they are. They're also really sharply funny and... For me to see the kind of friendship that I know and experience all the time, because women, female friendships like that, we talk so fast Mm. to each other. And the way they talk to each other and then the comedy of errors and the like subtleties, just it made me want to cry because I have so many smart, funny friends who are women, right? Yeah. I very rarely see them depicted on screen. Well, they're not actors, are they, your friends? shut up. I know it's easy for you to laugh at it. No, no, I know what you mean. It's the same when I saw Wonder Woman. It's the same feeling I get when I see, like, Captain Marvel, right? Mm. It is so rare for women to not only be funny and smart but also be goofy and gross. Yeah. Like, they get to be really gross in this as well. And that doesn't happen very often for women on screen. So, yeah. that's a recommendation. Off you go, your turn. All right, Claire. Uh, do you, uh, knowing that you have, have you seen the movie Yesterday? Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed very much <laughs> in the forefront. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. That is true, yes. Oh, I'm married to Jimmy Goose Clement. <laughs> Uh, that was terrible. I didn't enjoy that. And I I'm hope sorry. nobody else did. But listen up, everybody. The movie yesterday. Suddenly. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish this podcast was 12 minutes long because then it would be <sighs> over. Uh, so this is a movie directed by Danny Boyle, who's one of my favorite directors. He directed the movie Sunshine, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a sci-fi movie in space where you got to go and reignite the sun. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really good. It sounds ridiculous. You've never but talked really about good. it. I know, I should talk about it more. It's also Mason's favourite movie, and if you ask him on Twitter, he'll definitely agree. Every 
everyone's everybody everyone's did, yeah. at some point an annoying goose in a video game. That's very true. <laughs> I was doing anyway, it I would recommend. I probably wouldn't go see it at the movies, but it's a good yeah. date night movie, and I really would recommend settling in and watching it on a cold night. And I love oh. music. Oh, here he is. Okay, can I do mine now? Fine, Claire. I mean, that was ours. I brought that to us oh, together. together. To All discuss. right. Okay. Well, excellent. I get an extra one then. What? Woohoo. Okay. Thanks. You won't even believe this is a bit of sizzle for next week. You're not even gonna believe the recommendations we've got lined up next week. You're gonna you're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose your tiny mind. Tiny minds, Claire. Or That's not mind. how you get people to come back by insulting them. You say pandering things to them. All like right. we've got the best listeners in the world. <laughs> this wouldn't be possible without any of you. This is really a show about you, the listener. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. Trust right. me, Claire. You're an expert. I am. You are. Happy 35th birthday, Claire, by the way. I'm 30 freaking four. four, four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Are you ready? I wasn't ready. You asked me before the show. I'm eating a walnut or something. Well, tough. I've started the ball rolling already. My name is Claire. You're James. We recommend you things. I'm excited to recommend things. Yeah, there's four flies in the studio as well today. It's so annoying. I know, but it's okay. They don't make any noise. That is lovely. Just know that they're bothering me this entire time. (laughs) You're very bothered. Mm. Anyway, on that note, what will you watch or read or listen to that has been unbothering you this week? Well, I was about to call you Mason. Well, Claire, oh, I've been watching on Netflix. It's called Living With Yourself and it stars, it's a, it's a black comedy <laughs> and it stars Paul Rudd. You love everything with Paul Rudd. You have a massive mm, man boner for him. Man boner. I think that's just a, <laughs> I think that's just a boner. No, but it's a boner for a man. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's good. Yeah, I do too. And he's somehow 50. In this show, he's 37. I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? No. It's like that. Have you ever seen the movie The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> no. It's like that. They're very similar, actually. <laughs> All right. Okay, can I talk about mine sure, now? Sure, yeah. Well, I thought we could talk about the thing that we're both sort of watching at the moment. I'm about halfway through now. It's called Modern Love Story. Ooh. It's all it's love stories set in New York, but it's not love stories like you'd be. They're not any conventional love stories. It's not your bloody Romeo no, and Juliet. No, do you it's know where it's uh, came from, mate? Uh, it's from a, an article, or no, a, a no, your gooseberry. It's based on true stories or something, isn't it? Oh god, no. So it's based on a column called Modern Love. That so it is based on an article. No, no, not just one article. It's a column. That's in what the New I York mean. Like, Times. it's obviously multiple stories, Claire. Oh, no, listen to me. You listen so, to me. The modern modern love. <laughs> I don't have anything to say, but column, listen up. <laughs> was a column in the. New York Times, it's now a podcast and they've just turned it into a TV show Mm. on Amazon Prime and it's all about relationships, feelings, love and betrayal but it's also based on these incredibly beautiful essays and you can actually go online to the New York Times, they have them all there because they're all true stories. Mm. So each, so this one has eight episodes. Yes. um, And they're each, they're beautifully crafted but they're each based on a true story. Yeah, I think so. I think you'll sort of see... Or a reflection of you somewhere in it. Except if you like Paul Rudd because he is not in it. <laughs> no, but, you know, you can go and watch the movie about living with two Paul Rudds, James's dream. It's a TV series, Man Boner time. I don't know why I said that. It's so gross. Man All right. Well, man Boner time, stole, everyone. You just stole my Well, I wanted to talk about it together. Oh, it's so cool. Did it make you think about us, James? It did a little bit, yeah, because, like, you know, in every kind of story, you could you could definitely pick out elements of things that have yeah. happened in our lives, I would say. I reckon the Dev... Except maybe the doorman one. Yeah. Door, doorbell one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the doorman one. Yeah. I think the Dev Patel episode just reminded me of us in... 
the way they interact with each other. Yeah, right. When they yeah. met, that was how when that that he meets this girl that he like just falls head over heels with in love mm. at the very beginning, and that was the feeling that you know when you just zing with someone, and yeah. then that was how I felt when I met you. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Anyway, but it's yeah. just, and it reminded me of like our first date, and yeah, right. That's what's so beautiful about it. That kind and they of go to the thing. zoo. We love going to the that's zoo. That's what I mean. That reminds <laughs> me because we love going to the zoo and looking at the animals, and you're like, oh, the animal kingdom. Oh, it's just. I bloody like, love yeah. the zoo. I bloody, you bloody, I bloody you love it. You planned a beautiful date for me at the zoo. I did. It was so romantic. Anyway, cool. I didn't All really. Right. I was just. I was just like, do you want to go to the zoo? That was the extent of. <laughs> do you want to get an ice cream or the zoo? No, you oh, didn't. You God. planned snacks. Did Which I? you know I love. You do love in snacks. A no, I know that you need snacks, otherwise you'll turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just my snap. friends have like kind of cottoned onto that as well. My son is exactly the same. He yes. needs snacks at all times. Anyways, uh, yeah. I know you wanted to recommend something, correct? I did. Did you correct. want to recommend your skinny little knees? And why are you going on about that today? All I've been I mean, walking around the house and all he keeps saying is, What are you doing with your skinny little knees? They're not even that skinny. You've got skinnier legs than me. You've got skinny little You're knees. You're like a chicken legged man. You're a bit more balanced now, but when we first started dating, you were doing all upper body weights, mate, and nothing below. No leg day. No yeah. leg day. So you had like two little toothpick legs. <laughs> and, and jet black hair. <laughs> and jet black hair. Newly you were the red streak when we I first did, met. I did, yeah. Pretty cool you stuff. You were like 21. I looked terrible. Freshly 21. It's all right. Yeah. I had that weird short fringe. We I both remember. looked weird. Yeah. Remember that photo that was taken of us on the night we met and we've hidden it away and I've lost it now because it was it. so It'll show up again. And always, every, every like six years it shows up. We both look at it and go, oh, my God. God. <laughs> so yeah. awful. What's next for you, skinny Ooh. little knees? All right. I feel like I'm coming around to it. The thing that is happening that always happens with you is that you start tell it, calling me something and I get really annoyed by it. And then over time it becomes affectionate and then I like it. <laughs> and then it sometimes gets again. annoying again. Yeah, but now I'm starting to be like, people, yeah, I do have skinny little people knees. People will be able to chart the progression of this on the show, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. It's all right, you old egg. I used to call you egg a lot. <laughs> That's true. What was next? Oh, yeah, I'm recommending another That's thing. you. Oops. We wish you a Merry Christmas. No, we, what if, well, no, we Christ- don't wish you James, a Merry Christmas. it's the time of the year when Christmas oh, is Oh, my upon goodness. Us. Christmas comes earlier every year. Next it's going to be hot yeah, cross buns in the store. It should come even earlier. I love the carols. I love the lights. I love the decorations. I love the two early Christmas trees up in the shopping centres. I'm very excited. I love the way that you don't have to go to a shopping centre anymore for Christmas. You can just, like, buy stuff online. Then you don't have to... Elbow an old lady off a balcony <laughs> to get to the last Yeah, you're whatever. that kind of person. You're the Grinch of Christmas. The gr- As I've said to you before, the Grinch of Christmas <laughs> is just the Grinch. You can apply that to other things. You could say you're no. the Grinch of sports. You're the Grinch of eating well, red apples. Right. You're the Grinch of life, specifically <laughs> Fine, Christmas. That. Anyway, I'm Claire, you're James, and this is a podcast about recommending you things to watch, read, and listen to. That's right. What have you got for us this week, Grinch of all things, (laughs) you fucking grump? Jesus. (laughs) I don't usually start the show like this. I'm sorry, listeners. That's okay. Anyway, get on with it, mate. Uh, The first thing I thought uh, I could talk about. I um, am sorry. That was forceful. I'm okay, Claire. Look, the thing about me is, the thing about the Grinch is, he's got a very small heart. Miserable and angry all the time. Or or doesn't he come good? a soul that's black and a heart of rocks. Doesn't he come good at the end? Wasn't that the point of the Grinch? I think he does, yeah. Great. I'm waiting. One day. I just knocked the mic It's not happening. I'm not doing that. So, okay. So, the first thing I want to talk about, look, we're probably going to do a big episode on this on uh, The Weekly Planet, my other other more successful podcast. Um, It's... But it's Watchmen, the TV series. Success uh, doesn't equal quality. That's true, but in this case it doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
You are on fire, Claire, for things that you find funny that hurt my feelings this week. That's my favourite. That's the uh, whole basis of my marriage. Uh, so The Watchmen, the TV series, it's a sequel to the 1986 Alan Moore graphic novel. It's not a sequel to the movie. Uh, it's not a sequel to all the other weird spin-off stuff that's been going on. You probably haven't you haven't read many comics. I'm assuming you haven't read Watchmen, one of the seminal. Uh, it's, it's called one of the greatest pieces of literature I've of all time. Asterix. Not the same. I've read a little bit of Tintin. Yeah, again, these are not relevant to what I'm talking about today. There's only kind of one key element that's changed from the comic, which I won't spoil, which um, it's in that movie. It involves a giant squid. But anyway. Oh, that's one of my scariest creatures. I'll quickly, I'll quickly spoil the ending of Watchmen, though, but you should read it. Okay, spoiler. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler for this, alert. For this, the giant squid eats everybody. And then exactly. And then there's one man watching no, called so the Watchmen. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Watchman? Wouldn't it be Watchman, not Watchman? I thought it was Watchman. No, it's Watchman. <laughs> there is a Watchman in it because there's a guy who repairs watches who, be- oh. who becomes the blue guy who turns into a god. Oh. So it's that kind. Of, and then so we've got, and it's just this, it's this interesting idea behind vigilant, vigilanteism and but in the comic was that it was hinted that Robert Redford was going to run for president and he got in and he's just been president for 30 years. So I like Robert Redford. Yeah, Robert Redford's quite politically active, so it was it kind of made sense at the time, and it still does now. That um, as the actual actor, he's not playing himself. uh, There's images of him, but he hasn't shown up as of yet. I don't think he's in it. But he's playing himself, though. He's not in it, but there's like images of him. The actor Robert Redford Redford is the president. Yes, the actor Robert Redford is the president. He's great in stuff. He's great in everything. It's terrific. That really amazing um, book that I read, and now I can't remember what it's called, and it's also a Netflix series. And it's about aging and it's an older couple. Really Our good. Souls at Night. Our Souls at Night, I which is seen that. hilarious because if you say it fast, it sounds like Our Souls at Night. It does sound like <laughs> Our Souls at Night. But it's actually a really touching romantic film about love at an older age. Yeah. And the book is excellent reading. Oh, but I'm check this the Netflix out. show is really beautiful. Really? It kind of makes you cry. It's about love and cool. It's great. It's a little bit like an extended version of a modern love. Yeah, okay. You know the show we talked yeah, sure, about yeah. on Amazon no. Prime? Well, one of my favourite movies is, I mean, of a lot of people's, is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which is a Robert Redford film. And the Sundance Film Festival, which is started by Robert Redford, is named after that movie ah. um, as well. And, yeah, so anyway, uh, check out Our Souls at Night. I guess that's what we're talking about now. <laughs> no, The Watchman. <laughs> I would say, yeah, Watchman. Yeah. Watchman. Watchman. The Watchman. The Watchman. Okay, no, I genuinely think that sounds great. I'm sorry I made fun of you. It's just I'm in a fun mood for making fun of you. Well, today. I'm in a fun mood for being respectful, <laughs> which is what I bring to this podcast. <laughs> Respectfulness and just general grumpiness. It's true. Grinch of the Sunday household. Other than assholes at night, which is excellent recommendation. <laughs> I love saying that's so funny because the movie's so serious and heartfelt. Anyway. I think assholes at night are pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, bad. only at nighttime though. During the day they like to have a few laughs. It's a little <laughs> laugh, what, laugh. Is, what are you doing today? That was an no, I know laughing. what you're doing, but like what is, what's happening? I had some ice cream before we went on. Oh, air. okay. I've had a sugar high. <laughs> that's an asshole at during the day. <laughs> I'm looking at an asshole during the day right now, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, it's always your turn, Excellent. Claire. Excellent. You know how I normally love to read a book. Oh, well, this here week we go. I haven't. I'm literate. Been, Look at I'm me. I'm actually reading a book currently, but it's a bit of a long one, so I'll talk about it later. Mm. But the I, Bible. <laughs> James, I've read that already. Yeah. I live my life by the Bible. I don't believe you. No, I really don't. 
I married you, Satan's son. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Satan's son's name is Damien Claire. (laughs) That is true. He loves to go out and party, Damien. He's a he's a real guy, not real guy, but that's what his actual son's name is. Is it really? It's in like mythology. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you just made that up, no, like Daryl. It's like from, from the next Omen door. And whatever. Imagine if you live next door to Satan's son. I wouldn't talk to him. <laughs> yeah, but you don't talk to your neighbours anyway. Yeah, I know, but I extra wouldn't I talk to him, and he'd try and get in with you because he'd be real slick and smooth, and I'd be like. Get the fuck out of here, Satan's son. I know what you're doing. You're gonna... What if he didn't want to be anything like his dad, though? What if he was trying to forge his own identity? He was trying to, like, good point. leave the shackles. People aren't their parents. They are There's actually an interesting comic by Mark Miller called American Jesus where it's about the, you think it's the Messiah and then, spoiler alert, it turns out it's the son of the devil. And then it's like, but he, then it's like, well, is he, is he, though, a good guy? Because you can use this. It doesn't matter. Good Omens yeah. also about that too. Sorry, go. All right, but Abuse that is really turn. interesting. Yeah. People are not their parents. Mm. Good to know. Though sometimes I look like more my mother more and more every day. It's true. Yep. So that's an interesting conundrum too. That's a good thing, though, no, Claire. Thing. Your mother's my a delight. Excellent. And she listens to this show. Hi, mum. You're the best. Oh, thank God I oh. said that. <laughs> anyway, my first recommendation is for Mike Babiglia's new stand-up special. Uh, you might have seen some of his specials before. I've seen all of them. Uh, there's Thank God for Jokes, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend I Particularly Like, and this new one, which is called The New One. What's interesting about this one, I guess, compared to the other ones, uh, because I feel like my life is kind of we're kind of on a similar trajectory. So by the time like to a Netflix comedy special, no, I'm just saying this guy. Like we're we're hitting the same points in our lives. Do you really similar times that people would want to watch you on a Netflix? No, I'm saying our life. We're the same age, is what I'm saying. We're what doing the same thing. What would you talk things. about on your Netflix comedy special? I talk about how much my wife makes me do a podcast I hate. <laughs> Oh, it's not funny anymore, is it? You enjoy it. (laughs) And actually, to be fair, I'd watch you in a Netflix comedy special. Would you? A lot of people would. Yeah. Well, look, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll just get one then. Right. Well, you're on the same trajectory as famous comedian Mike Babiglia, apparently. You completely (laughs) misconstrued what I said that we're not even in the same ballpark creatively. Like, he's he's obviously way better and way successful as as me than me. Yeah, anyway, uh, see it. Watch it if yeah. you want is it, What is your favourite of the Mike Mabilia? I like My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Yeah, uh, I love that too. They're all good, so you can't really go wrong. Yeah. yeah. He's directed some movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's really mm. cool. I feel bad now that I said that you shouldn't do a Netflix comedy special. You would be great. I, 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 <laughs> it's never been a desire of mine to do stand-up. I hate being on stage. Know, I'm not insulted really that do. you think I couldn't get a multi-million dollar Netflix comedy deal <laughs> despite having never done stand-up comedy. Well, I thought I that think maybe okay you thought it. you could. No. Well, I don't know. I, I do not think that. Don't let your dreams be dreams. I'm not that dreams. funny. Yeah. I think you're funny. Thanks. Look it. <laughs> Well, maybe I can just stand on stage <laughs> and people are going to laugh at how funny look at I am. Yeah. Great. I'll be in the front row. All right. What's your crap recipe hey, this week? No, no recipe. I want to talk about a show, The Crown. The Crown. The Crown. You haven't seen it, so don't I have zero that. fucking tolerance for the royal family. Yeah, you know how Mason know. feels about The Lion King? Yes. And the hierarchy. Oh That's how I feel about the royal all right. family. Both have equal I'm not saying they're all waste, evil human beings, but I'm saying that idea of a monarchy and you're in charge just because your fucking dad was in charge. It's absolutely asinine. The system is broken. <laughs> yes. And I know they don't have any real power, but quite frankly, if they all got tipped into a volcano, <laughs> my day would not change. Anyway, what were you going to say? However, the, it makes for great TV viewing. I'd definitely watch them getting tipped into a volcano, actually. That would make great. Oh, no. 
Viewing. All right, is it my turn again? It's your turn. Yes, you haven't yes, got much yes, time, Claire. Yeah, I know. I'm keeping track better, of it. Better hurry Don't up. Don't looking at me. Oh, I know. my goodness. I know. I know. I know. I know you know. <laughs> stuck. I get so excited. Okay, so it's the most wonderful time of the year. Is I know it? that you are the Grinch of Christmas. However, Again, it's just the Grinch. every week now until Christmas, I'm going to be recommending a Christmas-themed thing. And you can suck your... Oh, <laughs> suck something. What, Suck what? balls. Suck. Oh, that's you saved it. Don't worry. You really pulled back there at the end. Well done. Pretty kids listening. <laughs> so sorry. You really are that I just get so excited. I got carried away. I started with all the swears. Anyway, I am recommending today Simply Nigella's Christmas special. Now, it's an old one from a few years ago. Nigella Lawson hosts it. Obviously, it's Simply Nigella. She's amazing. I love Nigella Lawson. Her recipes are always spot on and not only are they spot on, they're also really enjoyable to cook, which I think is important. She makes things pretty easy and when you actually follow her recipe, very enjoyable. The chocolate pours, you can stir it around. I love it. If you, like me, would like to get into the Christmas spirit and are starting to think about what you might make for Christmas lunch. I'm not. Yeah, I know you are because you don't do bloody anything at Christmas time. You just complain. Well, we're not doing Christmas this year. And then eat the delicious Unlike food. last year when we did two Christmases, yeah, one after the other, the best, both at mate. our house. It, it was so good. It was insane. And I loved every minute, most of it, until I lost my mind a little bit. But still, I think my personal favourite meal is a ham or a pork, a slaw, and some kind of potatoy thing. That to me is a dream on a plate. Delicious. Um, Scott over at Nerdsync, I'm a big fan of. He's a good dude as well, real-life good dude. Uh, he said this thing on Twitter the other day. He said ham is the worst meat, even if you think you like it. It's not good. Well, he's a fool. No, these are things. He though. is a goddamn fool. I thought about it, and I'm like, I like ham, but then I thought about Christmas ham. I, I don't there think is nothing better than a Christmas ham. I don't ham. think there is another meat that I like less than ham. Oh, yeah, but that's – you like pork. Pork is like <laughs> – I do like pork. Version. And I know – I'm sure there are lots of vegetarians and vegans and I do really care about the planet and I know it's not very good planet. I do, but it's so delicious. Just let me have my ham. You're such a killjoy. You hate everything <laughs> to do with Christmas. Why? Why do you just come and like just gloom all over my Christmas cheer? Let me have a Christmas special. With Nigella. How about this? Next when week. I like, need to be cheered up, sometimes I just go and watch Nigella's Christmas special. Next week. She has fairy lights while ne- she cooks. Next week I will, reco- I will recommend a Christmas something, all right? Will you? Yes. Yeah, you'll probably recommend shitting in a pudding <laughs> container and putting it in the oven and then serving it up for Christmas lunch. You don't Here need you to- go, everybody. You know That's I- what I think about Christmas. You don't need to put your sh- <laughs> shit pudding doesn't need to be baked. You know that more than anybody. I don't know what's going to me again this week. You did a line of cocaine as long as this table. I ate some fruitcake before. Oh. (laughs) That's what's happened. Fruitcake's not even Christmas. I know, but I bought some because you know how much I love Christmas. I've started early. Also, fruitcake is the ham of cakes. (laughs) No, I know, but I really felt like it. We're getting off topic and we're running out of time. Amazing. Anyway, I'm done now. But that is my recommendation. If you want to get into the Christmas spirit no. and like old Christmas shitty pants over there, <laughs> then I highly recommend going I to watch I like the day, but uh, everything else about Christmas can go into that volcano. I just love all the traditions and the lights and the ginger spice and the carols. I love a carol. We all love carol. Thank you to Raw Collings, as always, for editing this show and editing our ramble. I can't believe he has to do this. Particularly editing nightmare. out James's. 
gloominess. You can't. I've put gloominess all peppered throughout this episode. Do you know what? When you die, I'm not going to put James Clement on your tombstone. I'm just going to say Mr. Gloomy. Yeah. He lies Mr. Gloomy, Grinch of Christmas. Also, everybody, just so you know, when I die, it's not an accident, and that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So we've all got things going on when I die. What do you mean? (laughs) Let's just say that maybe somebody took me out. Are you insinuating that I'm going to murder you? I'm not you? insinuating anything. You're insinuating I'm going to murder you. Anyways, got to... You would be correct. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Welcome to Suggestible. It's the time of day that we like to suggest things to you. No, it's not. Well, not for us because <laughs> normally we do this during the day. We're recording at night where we're both fading fast. You said we weren't going to tell them. No, I said you fading said fun, fast. fast. Quick. High happy. energy. Never stop. Not even for a second. <laughs> Don't show your weaknesses to your listeners. You're wearing your special glasses that you wear at night now. I am wearing my night to, glasses. Uh, yeah, that make you look kind of cute like Harry Potter. Thank By you. the way, I'm Claire. You're James. We're married. Uh, yeah. Boom. End episode. What else do you need? What else do you want? I know what you might want. Some bloody suggestibles. Do you want me to kick things off? Yeah, it's your turn. Gentlemen's okay. first year old boot. I think- I'm bringing it back today. Didn't you bring it back last week? Yeah, I'm bringing it back every week. I'm just excited for it to be back every week forever. Right, so I think most of the things we've, well, I'm talking about today, we're both gonna kind of going to cover together. The first one is Frozen. Nah, I brought extra things. I brought extra things too. But uh, the first one is Frozen 2, which is a movie that we've both seen uh, separately. Into the unknown. Do you want me to sing the rest of it? Do I Into want you to unknown. sing the entire song? No, I don't want that. I'm I do sorry. not want that. Nobody wants that. They can listen to the soundtrack if they want. Okay, so if you didn't know, Into the Unknown, if you have not seen Frozen 1, is kind of like the the let it go of the movie. What do you mean if they haven't seen Frozen 1? Oh, well, they have seen it. Oh, stop being so mean, you old grub. I don't even know what you're saying. Your wrinkles look particularly uh, stand out to you today. um, My what? Your wrinkles. Thank you. When you get tired, you get all wrinkly-eyed. Wrinkly eye, thank you. But look, it's a, it's a beautiful. I love you. Though. It's a it's Despite a beautiful movie. <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. It's got good jokes. Yeah, it it's does. well acted. The songs are fun for the most part. But this is a nonsense movie. No, it's not great. You it's, are a fool with low heart. It's weird and uh, no. but not in like a like a strange kooky way. Weird as is in like, did they really think this through that much? But it's confusing because the elements. Okay, so I thought with the elements there would at least be some consistency in terms of what they are because one of them is a horse made of water, one of them is a blue lizard that makes fire, and, and one of them is just the wind. Like, what? What What, what does that, that mean? clever wind. James, okay, here is the problem. You have a coal where your heart no, used I to like be. No, I like Frozen. Actually. Yeah, I, th- I think you have a lump of coal where your heart used to be. Because you're the Grinch of all things. But even the things. <laughs> including the Frozen Even like two. the things that are like. I completely disagree with you. This it's, is the it, first they, time we've had a full-blown um, argument about I, a film. I doubt that. I totally, I can't believe that they you They completely didn't fumbled it. Oh, my God. You are insane. And I really like the world that they've built. I think it's awesome. Shut up, you old man. Well, I think it's you bullshit. You old Grinch. You're the Grinch of Frozen now as They're well. They're not even, well, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous it's not film. It's ridiculous. I, I would love to know from suggestible listeners, 
please tweet us or Instagram us at SuggestivalPod about Frozen 2 and what you thought because I think Jimmy over there is totally wrong. All right, let's get over this. Totally wrong. I'm so mad at you now. I'm actually <laughs> mad at you over Frozen 2. I'm mad at, mad at you that, about this than about the fact you leave your socks on the floor in the bedroom all the time. Oh, my goodness, Claire. What a bloody <laughs> husband and wife situation. I know. Well, I'm a- mad at you for leaving the toilet seat up. That's right. <laughs> Do that. Always, always. Listeners, I never do that. Gross. <laughs> Moving right along, can I talk about my thing now? Oh, please. All right. James just started this podcast by burping in my It wasn't a holes. real burp. It was a fake burp. Yeah. Well, that, why is that any better? It was gross because you're a gross man. Just before I get to actually what the show is about, I need – I have a gripe. That okay. burp reminded me. I hate when you burp and then you go – and like blow the birth at me. I hate that so much. <laughs> That's not true. If anything, Claire is actually saying a thing that she does to me. I She's never flipped do it. that. I'm a lady. I don't birth. I just fart. No. Well, I do. Everybody does. Do you know there's a book that I used to read to the kids when I was teaching called Everybody Poops? Yeah, everyone knows that book. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, son's really obsessed with all that kind of stuff. I know. I know. Is he? Yeah, isn't he? All kids are. They think it's funny. Oh, yeah. Well, that is funny. Yeah. It's objectively funny. Exactly. I thought you meant like you caught him like staring into the toilet or something. (laughs) Though one of my friends did have a little boy who was scared of pooping Mm. because he didn't want to let go of his poops. He was sad. (laughs) He felt sad about it. Just imagining (laughs) Rose letting go of Jack at the end of Titanic. (laughs) Yeah. She said he didn't like flushing. He was like really upset. And I could totally see a three-year-old being like that. That's strange. Didn't want to press the button. Yeah. Too sad about it. <laughs> is Great. that how you feel about your poops? No, you not at all. To them get, in a touching rid way of, get rid of them all. Every time. No, I don't grip them tightly and then let them go. <laughs> and watch them slowly watch sink them, into the yeah, darkness. No. Just like Jack. Speaking of letting things go, though, my first recommendation is for Let it go. Let it go. Frozen 2 and you know, Frozen 1. I just want to say, I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> I had a lot of stealth, like, agreeance. Agreances about Frozen too. Did you a lot of people really? just being like, just FYI, between me and you, uh, oh, <laughs> you no. you're right. They didn't, and they wouldn't CC you in. I'm not going to name any names. Oh, what? Nobody said that. It was probably your brother. No. Nope. At his daughter's birthday, he agreed with you before he'd even watched the movie. Yeah, because he knows I'm right. Because I, I have same excellent person. taste. Well, my brother and my sister both said they loved it. So that's irrelevant to me. Their I opinions mean nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway. No, they're great. Anyway, so I'm going to recommend uh, it's a new movie that came to Netflix. I think it's getting a limited cinema release, or maybe it already has. It's done a, a lot of festivals. Yes, a limited cinnamon? Yes. A limited sprinkle of cinnamon? Sprinnamon. 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 It's called Marriage Story. It's by. Uh, it's directed by Noah Baumbach. Uh, it stars Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. People say I say like Scarlett. Like you scullet. do like scullet, like scullet, mate. Like, it's scullet. Is that something other countries say, or do we just? No, say we it say it weirdly. Oh, I say weirdly in particular. No, but like sculling, is that a thing that people do in other countries? Or yeah, is I think it, just it is. Australian? Yeah, you know, scull your beer, mate. Yeah, drink, neck drink it, it down. Yeah, you could say it might say neck. Remember neck nominate. Remember but that necking thing. Necking is also like kissing on the neck. Isn't no. It? Oh, is it something else? I think so. Is it? Yes, it is. is necking. It? Yeah. Necking. Isn't it like giving you Necking hickey? is when two giraffes fight. They fight with their necks. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's wild, man. Do you know the giraffe has the same amount of bones in its neck than the human body? Did you know that? Not the human body, the human neck. No, but does that mean that it can, what? Hang on, what? So there's same amount less of bones. bones. No, there's the same amount of bones in a giraffe's neck as in a human's neck. I'm assuming neck. they're bigger bones. No, they're exactly the same size. <laughs> it's mostly skin. And like 
wobbly flesh. Yeah, and so they're very bendable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. my brain, I just went, well, that makes sense. They can wrap around each other. That's why you'd battle with the necks. Yeah, you battle. Well, what else are you going to hit with? You've got a, if you've got a neck that long, of course you're going to fight with it. You'd... <laughs> I'd fight you with my neck. Oh, man. Remember that son? I'd win. Used to be obsessed with that giraffe kicking the lion in that nature documentary. Oh, he went over where the and lion over goes it. up to like, tackle, to like tackle the giraffe, and the giraffe just kicks the shit out of it. It's incredible. Anyway, I've got to talk about this movie. Okay. Uh, it's. Scarlett, uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson and Adam Driver. Basically, the story is about it's a breakdown of a marriage and how it can maybe start or begin amicably with the best intentions and how it can kind of devolve once there's family involved and lawyers and moving locations and, and uh, careers and money and all of those kinds of things. And it's, it's that story. It's that, it's that narrative flow. And it's just incredible. It's probably one of the best movies that I've that I've seen this year for the performances alone. It's also really heartbreaking. It's not. It's one of those ones where it's hard to watch because it feels very real. I know. Well, yeah. that's why I haven't watched it because I love Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, mm, Scarlett, that famous yeah. actress, yeah. actor. But I just – that terrifies me. That whole idea just terrifies me and yeah. so I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the other thing is Ray Liotta, who you might know from uh, Goodfellas, and he's done other things, but mostly whenever you see him in an interview. Is he a good fella? Not really because he's a <laughs> – Mobster. It's not. It's not even a joke. I don't even know why. It's not even a play on words. You just said. I'll repeat it. No, so people. Is he a good fella? No, not in the. Not in the, He's a mobster in the movie. In the movie, I good fella. That was very funny. But that. It's also like the name of the movie. Like it's the point of the movie because it's kind of like I. Let me repeat it again and see if you find it funny the no, time. No, uh, but is the he other. A good fella? I will leave this room. But I'm trying to. Break and the him. other. And the other. And. Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> uh, lawyer is Laura Dern. Uh, oh, I love her, and she, who's and in she's, Big Little Lies and Jurassic she, yes, Park, two yeah. of my favourite things, respectively. Correct. And she's great, and she's like really good. And there's is a, she as good as when she puts a glove on her hand and sticks it in the Triceratops poo and diagnoses? The there is a scene just like that in this movie, uh, <laughs> so it's at least equivalent. So she rifles through she's out pretty of much, pretty poo. much, yeah, like metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> You know, like any relationship, it's normally not just one person who's the problem. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. You know, people. It's often people, much more complex. Yeah, and right? people break up. It's just, it's a reality, you know. <laughs> Calm down, Claire. You're never going to break up with me. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> well, I have something to tell you. Oh, no, not on a podcast. <laughs> I don't but, even like talking about but, it. But, um. I love it. So I was given recently by a relative of mine a book called Love is Strong as Death. It's just been released. It's by one of my favourite musicians, Paul Kelly. It's excellent and it's a collection of poems. So it's actually not – their poems aren't written by him. He's just collected – all his favourite poems. He's just stapled a bunch of stuff together. No worries, no, Matt. I should release a book of no, poems No, because too. I think just... poetry – I know you don't like poetry, but I think I'm some – how dare you're always you? banging on at me about how it doesn't make sense and you don't like it. That is not and I true. I love poetry. Anyway, I'm against poetry. All right. Anyway, what I like about this is that it kind of gives you like a poetry. really a, <laughs> way to shit all over my dreams, mate. You bloody old boot. Sorry, go on. You're talking about poetry. I can't now because you called it poetry. <laughs> Just don't think about that when you're reading your favourite passage. No, you've released a str- – and now you're going to feel bad because I've chosen this poem that he put in his anthology, which is like really reminiscent of years and years, and now I can't read it. You can read it. Anyway, one of the poems that I wanted to recommend after watching Years and Years is a poem called Home, and it begins, No one leaves home unless home is the mouth of a shark. 
You only run for the border when you see the whole city running as well. Do you have you heard that yeah. poem? No, I haven't heard that. It's amazing. I won't read the whole thing. It's too long, but I'll just leave you with the end of it. It's by Warson Shear. Sure. Um, I want to go home, but home is the mouth of a shark. Home is the barrel of a gun. And no one would leave home unless home chased you to the shore, unless home tells you to leave what you could not behind, even if it's human. No one leaves home until home is a damp voice in your ear saying, leave, run now, I don't know what I've become. Hmm. Ooh, dramatic. Very uplifting. I liked it when we were screaming at each other about Frozen too. (laughs) I know. Anyway, but it's just a really spectacular poem and I think that really captures the refugee kind of crisis in lots of ways and trying to get that empathy in. Years and Years has a lot of themes on that. Okay, this is the one for you, and it's the shortest poem in the whole book. Are you ready? God, I hope it is. It goes like this, and I'll say it in your voice. I didn't die. Waking up, I hear that. That's it. That's the whole poem. Yeah, great. (laughs) Great poem. Not a poem. That you bloody grit. It's a sentence. No, a poem can be one line. Have you ever not heard of a haiku? You uncouth old dude. (laughs) (laughs) You call it a poetry for God's sake. Anyway, I love that. I didn't die waking up, I hear that. And that makes me think of you every morning waking up going, Ugh. what is that That um, a comedian that talks about? Life is every day or whatever. Yeah, it's life is every day. single day. Yeah. See, I prefer that to whatever that <laughs> crap was. That is, anyway, it's Love is Strong as Death and it's a beautiful book. Well, but look. People other than the Grinch of Christmas over there. I can appreciate that. But listen. Can you? If people can you appreciate p- anything? I don't know. Mm, I struggle. You can look, appreciate if, if people, your pun about poetry. If people want to uh, appreciate hell. this podcast, they can because <laughs> you can give it a five-star review or whatever review you want really in app. This is from Jay Surback. It says, adorable and hilarious. I find the banter between the two hosts quite lovely. Maybe not this week. It was bloody, it's bloody, bloody knives out this week. You know what I'm talking about? I've already got three things to check out, and I just started listening. Thanks for the Weekly Planet for tuning me onto this. Ah, we, the Weekly Planet podcast. That's I highly recommend that one. Oh, it's, it's well yeah, worth a yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's if also much more popular. Two, yeah. <laughs> by like, oh my god, by many hundreds of thousands of downloads. <laughs> yeah, but look, just because something's popular doesn't mean it's good. Well, I mean, weren't we just talking about that? Yeah, that frozen Politicals. too. Political I was going to say Frozen too, yeah. No. Go and check out the Weekly Planet or yeah, the Weekly good. Planet of Poo. Oh, that's poor, Claire. <laughs> Even by your standards, that's quite poor. I'm tired. It's late. But I still got you. No. No, I didn't. Not really. All right. Well, I'm going to give a recommendation. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> like if that's – you got me in that sense. Like I don't feel good about what happened. But it's not because I feel down on myself. I feel bad for you. <laughs> So the, 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 I'm laughing now. All right. Okay. Review. I love Mr. and Mrs. Sunday movies. Five stars Aww, from Drew so nice. Lamas. I genuinely love this show. It's quick, light thing with two people who obviously enjoy their time together and discussing things they enjoy. I feel like most married couples would be insufferable to listen to for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> I feel like this bloody married couple is insufferable. Yeah. Oh, just bloody finish. But Claire and James, for Claire and James are just the best. Aw, thank you, Drew Lamas. Yeah. That is so lovely. If you would like to leave us a review and a rating, that would make our yeah. day. We're old and sad and tired. I think it's one of those day. things where whenever I say that, you're like, you're not old. When you're like 60, you'll be like, what was I thinking? Now I'm old. And then when I'm 90, I'm like, oh, man, I'm dead now. <laughs> 
Now I'm old. <laughs> Unless your brain is in a computer, which is your dream. I can't wait. One day it will be. Did you read the thing about they said there were, the, uh, I think, was it in Japan, they're splicing human and uh, uh, animal DNA together? Why are they doing it? Are they making hybrids like the movie Cats? Incorrect. So they can grow <laughs> human organs in animals. Oh, like, you want a heart? God. This pig's got a heart in it. You can grab oh, it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have so many feelings about it. We can't talk about it. That'd be a separate podcast. Should you snatch a human heart from a pig's body? That's oh, what we should call it. <laughs> should you? That's yes, the that's, always. That's gonna, yes. that's gonna be the title of this episode. Human heart, pig body. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I met someone like that once. Someone yeah. ham coloured. Ah, oh, very good. <laughs> I did see a whole lot of ham coloured bike riders. I was down the beach the other day. Yeah, I know. I got well, I've, I've been to this I've walked past the schools in our area after bloody yeah, no, well, the dads yeah. out there wearing bike helmets Lycra, and standing around Lycra. talking about footy or whatever the fuck pe- real people talk oh, about. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> you went away on a footy weekend and you didn't go to the football with I your didn't mates. want to. I you stayed slept. in the hotel and I watched the boys and it was great. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I oh, loved it. You sounded so happy. It was oh, the greatest thing that God. ever happened to All right, me. we got to finish. If you have a recommendation or a suggestion or a comment to make, please tweet us at SuggestiblePod. You can go on to Instagram at SuggestiblePod. You can go on Facebook. You can also email Email us at contact at planetbcasting.com because right. I answer that. Or just email through the website. Yeah, or you can chuck it in the, uh, the Great Mates group as well, the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates. We would yeah. love that. Um, thank you as always to Raw Collings for editing this, particularly James's drivel. Drivel? How dare you? I'm being so mean tonight. I'm sorry. I'm insightful in many ways. I mean, you just broke my heart when I was trying to get all deep and meaningful and recite poetry to you. But yeah. I'm not going to – look, I'm not going to – you think I'm going to sit here and let that slide? <laughs> What, you, what kind of person do you think you're married to? Yeah, I know who I'm married to. The Grinch. Oh. Of everything. Of Christmas. Yes. Oh, it's the back end of the show. It's the back end of the show. We what did you think of it. all them clips? I didn't, were I didn't hear fun? them. Were we fun? Were we hilarious? Are you talking to me? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, you. I haven't heard them. I have no idea what he's put in. Ah, yeah, all right. So, uh, and you probably will never listen. That's not true. I might listen one day when you're dead to remind me of you. <laughs> Worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, this is the saddest thing. It's just a sad, it's gra- it's gray, gray, it's gray old day. man. It's groundhog sitting day. in a corner by himself, listening to his wife on a podcast oh. make fun of him. Oh man, I can't wait to be thirty nine <laughs> and, be, and be alone. Is that your ideal scenario that I die when you're thirty nine? So you're still young enough to go and find some other ladies. No, I look too old, and I'm too, I'm too stuck. You're in my really life. obsessed with how old you look at the moment. I do look very old. Well, it is twenty bloody twenty, James. It's twenty twenty. It's not 1995 anymore. You're not wrong. Yeah, I'm not 10 years old or whatever I was in 1995. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Correct. Anyways, uh, we'll be back next week, won't we, for, with a regular show. We will. Uh, we're also looking for topics to do for shows, aren't we? Because we thought we'd do some topic-based ones like best British comedies, best American whatever, crap that sausages. they make in Australia. Best American best sausages. Best American sausages. We could do <laughs> recipes. We could do, like, specific books or titles. I think they'll be really interesting if people had, like, things that we – might want to cover. Would it be, James? I don't know, Would Claire. it be interesting? I'm just engaging. It's supposed to engage in podcasts. You know? It's supposed to build community, whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Hey, also, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. We hope everybody's had a safe one and all that. Correct. And that when we do next week, Australia hasn't all completely burnt into a giant volcano hole. Oh, my God. That's the dream, isn't it? For your country to still be there. <laughs> Oh On a hopeful note, today I saw an echidna walking along a footpath I while I was an, driving. I saw an echidna the other day as well. That means of the one billion 
ish animals that have been burnt alive in our country. We know for a fact that at least two have survived, unless it's the same one. <laughs> Might be. And there's one. Gary, the echidna. My wife, where is she gone? <laughs> oh, thank God I'm alone. He's my spirit, <laughs> He's my spirit animal. <laughs> He's 39. He's, He's out 39. on the prowl looking for those lady echidnas. Yeah. All right. Oh, do you want to mention also our TOEFOP are actually doing a fundraiser? For the Red Cross for the Australian bushfires. Uh, Collings will link it below. They've raised, at the time of recording this, about sixty-three or $65,000. Yeah, it's so amazing. There's a lot of great charities you can donate to. Uh, this is this is one of them that we've both contributed to and we heart- wholeheartedly in the horse. Uh, we do, exactly. Yeah. And just on another note, if you are particularly interested in the wildlife situation, no. um, Wildlife Victoria is looking for donations because a lot of the money has gone to New South Wales animals, which is awesome, but our Victorian animals have got a little Interstate bit Interstate animals, get out So, of Collins, here. if you could put the link below to the Wildlife Victoria. Yeah, but put well. it below the top one, obviously. Yeah, we Still. love them, anyway, those animals. That's, uh, that's, that we'll be back. That's the show. And I uh, hope everybody's safe and happy and healthy, genuinely. Yeah. Correct, right, exactly. I've got to go finish watching that Dracula Netflix show. I've got to go look out for Gary the Echidna. Yeah. I heard he's single. <laughs> Get away from him. <laughs> I don't like where this is going at all. He'd be less prickly than you. <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> don't sound surprised. Sorry. I could come that's out with That's a standard joke that Claire makes, as good as any of the jokes she ever makes. You know I never make jokes. I just you accidentally get funny by being silly. <laughs> okay. Oh, see you guys. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. All right. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Claire. Ah. Uh, you thanks. old boot. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.